Hey, St. Vincent lovers, this is Heaving Bosoms, the podcast where two best friends vow to betray and undermine each other at every turn if it means one of them has a shot at Sebastian, the Lord St. Vincent. This past Saturday, we celebrated the man, the myth, the legend. Did you treat yourself to a heated foot massager? Take a scalding hot bath? Did you give in to your rakish natures? Gosh, I hope so. Around here, we say St. Vincent would always. And today, I've had a very special epiphany. St. Vincent would always raise $3,660 for Ukrainian Relief and World Central Kitchen. I, <laughs> I'm, I'm on the floor. <laughs> Between your Patreon pledges, which we doubled, and our listener matching $500 and then roping her employer in to match an additional $500, the Heaving Bosoms community has raised $3,660. That's a record for us. $1,500 was already donated to Razum Emergency Response, and then we donated $1,660 to World Central Kitchen over the weekend because St. Vincent would always feed refugees. You wanna know what else St. Vincent would do? Proudly wear a souvenir shirt from England Times Highlander Vegas. Natalie made some extra wonderful logos to commemorate St. Vincent's Day, and you can find those in our Tea Public shop if you are so inclined. Now, if you saw our social media this weekend, you came across a whole lot of silver foxes. That's because we're celebrating Sebastian St. Vincent, Duke of Kingston, the sexy dad of many adult children and grandfather. We've got all three bosoms here to recap Devil's Daughter by Lisa Kleypas. So here we go. God, I consent. I have the power, and I brought us all together with the recording. I didn't. I didn't. This was fully Nat's idea because she's a fucking genius. Here's the thing. I decided that you guys should do this book, and then I'm here now. <laughs> hey, happy St. Vincent's Day. Happy, happy St. Vincent's Day. Day. It's St. Vincent's Day. The second Day. annual St. Vincent's Day, the holiday that we completely ripped off from Faded Mates. From Faded Mates. Yeah. Who has David, Derek Craven's Day in February. Yeah. We, this is complete. Is this is stealing. But ours is more true. That's right. It is not more <laughs> yeah. original. No. It is not more good. No. But it is more true. It is more applicable <laughs> to us. It is more sexier. Oh, for sure. More sexier. <laughs> it's full of way more hot broths. It is better in every way. Yeah. Hot, <laughs> hot bricks for your feet. Mm. Foot massages. This one has a whole garden soup. <laughs> oh man soup oh yeah there's a whole soup yeah. situation here's here's a, here's here's the truth about me <laughs> here's what had happened so what had happened was nat came to visit me in alaska this week yeah and she left midweek and then i was like okay thursday friday i really gotta buckle down and read that book and then as we all know listener i didn't and then Saturday, I did have to get up at three in the morning for Army. Yeah. And then I worked until 1 p.m. at Army. 
And then I had to go to a dinner at 5.30. Oh, God. So between 1 p.m. and 5.30, <laughs> I played Stardew Valley and I listened to this book. <laughs> yes. Then, and that was about, I was a good halfway done. Nice. I, I think they were like getting them maybe the finger banging at the time. Ooh, that finger bang was good. Which one? The one, <laughs> the, the one, one on the, the floor when they were looking the at the, on ledgers. the ledgers. Yeah, the yeah, one yeah, on the ledgers. The one on the sexy accounting ledgers. Oh. Mm. And then I made a mistake. Um, I <laughs> left my dinner party at, at 10 p.m. Okay. Responsibly, knowing that I had to be awake in five hours. Totally. And when I got home, I was just like, I'm just not tired. And I just love that book. And <gasps> so I did listen to then the rest of that book until like nah, two in the morning. No, Aaron. Yes. Okay. And then I, I got the one hour of sleep. And now I'm here. Polaris Rising. Oh, yeah, you did. I did the same yeah, thing did. with Polaris Rising. I stayed up till 2 a.m. reading that. Mel, you had texted me on like Thursday being like, you be on podcast this weekend? <laughs> yeah. We didn't think you'd yeah, have I to reread that. it. I mean, you made no, a choice. I made the choice to reread it, but I was like, oh, I want to finish Polaris Rising. Oh, no. <laughs> so that I can start new book and not be thinking mm -hmm. about Polaris Rising. Or actually, it was chaos yeah. raining because mm -hmm. it was the third final. And so I stayed up till 2 a.m. Thursday night, Friday morning. Wow. That, and then read Devil's Daughter. Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Wow. The whole time. Yeah. Incredible. So I'm... I feel like I am missing things. Like, plot-wise, I just more have, like, vibes. Yes. Um. <laughs> Same, honestly. Because I have also had a week where things were going uh, sideways. It didn't, however, include a visit from Nat. So, like, way worse than Aaron's week. <laughs> Accurate. Yeah. And I do. So I'm I just don't ha I have no notes. Like, I, I could not get my shit together to take notes. And it's mostly vibes over here. Right. Um, but St. Vincent really did. He pulled he through on up. this one. Huh. In this Ugh. book. He did put his life at risk in this one. And for those of us that maybe didn't read the last, like, 30%, wow. like, St. Vincent, St. Vincent really <laughs> I just want to just, like, last. ladder into the microphone, like, who was it on the podcast today <laughs> who didn't read the last 30%? You was that... How dare you turn me out? I didn't was that H.P. Aaron or was that... <laughs> HB Melody. I did not dive you out on Akatar. No, just no, just like quickly and loudly into the microphone. Who who was that this time? It was oh, me. It was Melody. It was Melody. So Okay. All of you guys subtweeting us saying that Erin doesn't care about the podcast anymore because she doesn't even read the ends of the books. A, I see your fucking tweets, what? and B, it was Melody this People time. Do that? Oh yeah. Hey, oh, everybody, yeah. stop that immediately. Stop it. <laughs> if you I don't, don't think that I search my name every day on Twitter, what? you're wrong. <laughs> you're wrong, friends. Everybody's very lucky that this angry Can we talk about did not know that people were bullying you on the internet. Because I would have Can we talk about what them. those searches are? Is it Aaron heaving bosoms? Yeah, it's like Aaron bosoms. Aaron bosoms. <laughs> Aaron HB. All of them. Uh -huh. I just yeah. have an alert. I have, a t I have a tweet alert this is good for stuff. those words, this phrase. <laughs> oh, I love it. comes it. up every day. I check mm -hmm, it as soon as mm -hmm. I wake up. Mm -hmm. You have to. Okay, so uh, full disclosure, I have read this book three full times. Yes. I finished the last page when I logged on to this just for closure. I love this book. It actually might be my favorite romance of all time. It's I loved this wonderful. Book. That's why I had to finish yeah. it in the middle of the night. I loved this book. It is everything. The hero is amazing. Wes... We'll get to it. But Weston Ravenel, it, is it Ravenel? Ravenel? I said it out loud confidently. My audiobook said Ravenel. 
Well, Ravenel is the I've audio never once way. listened to an know. audiobook. Ravenel, now I know. Wes Ravenel is goals. Super. Oh my God. He's like so hot and so strong and so competent. And yet he has just enough, like, I'm not good enough damage to like really hit that clit. Yes. You know? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. yeah. He's Phoebe is goals. She, oh, yeah. she, I just, I can't wait for everyone to meet her. Phoebe uh, is strong and sassy and wonderful. And she's so fun with her kids. And in and honor of St. Vincent's Day, St. Vincent's goals in this movie or in this book. Yeah, we get a St. Vincent's movie that I read in my brain. We get a St. Vincent's um, bath. Okay. Mm-hmm. We get a sexy St. Vincent bath in which he demands Evie disrobe. And like, what more could anyone ask for? Mm-hmm. Maybe so the heroine. In this book, if you haven't figured it out, is the daughter of <laughs> Lord Sebastian St. Vincent. That's the and one. Devil's Evie. Daughter is the name of this book, in case we did not say it out loud. <laughs> uh-huh. That's the one. I will say this right now, however. I was so confused during, like, the wedding meet and greet because, like, <gasps> St. Vincent is now Kingston and his son is now St. Yes. Vincent. And, like, who the fuck is that? Well, and, like, who's related to who and how? <sighs> there are and, and this is deep in a series. We've yes. been in Ravenel's... For years. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Years. So all of these characters that you're talking about, and you're in a wedding scene, and it's everybody you've seen from every other book. Oh, my God. It's a million people. And they're all mentioned by name, but sometimes they're mentioned by title. And yes. so you're like, <sighs> and I was actually reading it thinking... Oh, these bitches haven't read this before or read any of these before. <laughs> I've read some of them. And yeah. But the thing is, by the middle, like, so Evie and... Sebastian St. Kingston's kids, (laughs) one of them wait, no, one of, wait one of those kids running around is named Ivo, right? Yes. Yes. Named after Evie's dad. Right, and so the whole time I'm like reading this thing and I was like why was Ivo Jenner? No, 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 no. But I was like, wasn't Ivo Jenner like a primary enemy and a bad of, guy? Like, and I was like, wasn't he a bad guy? Because I, I don't know what book I'm remembering. You're um, remembering but, um, Saint that, Other One's Day. Like, yeah, yeah, or yeah. I'm I'm probably thinking Derek of dreaming of you. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> It doesn't matter, but I was just like, why the fuck would they name a kid after Ivo Jenner? Like, the whole time reading, and then I was like, right, because that's Evie's dad. It was like 60% of the way through before I remembered that. So the anyway. way that this book is branded is the Ravenels meet the Wallflowers. Series. Yes. It's the Wallflowers series, which was Evie's series. Hot. In, and meets the Ravenel series, which is Devin and Catherine, mm-hmm. Kathleen, yes. who you meet in this book, who are Pandora's guardians. They're wonderful. Mm-hmm. So... If you haven't read those books, I did those all 2021. I got them from the library, like, one at a time and read them, like, in the old paperbacks (gasps) one at a time. It was fabulous. Wow. It was fabulous. And so I did Kleypas all... 2021, yes. because in case we didn't say it, this is a Lisa Kleypas book, which I think Listen, people would it's know. it's in the title, just... everybody. Fuck off. <laughs> we can only do so many things well, all right? And today it's not very many. Yeah, here's the thing. Yeah. <laughs> so I met all of them, but I read this book before reading all of those. I read this book when it came out. I was like, next Lisa Kleypas is out. I'm gonna, oh, it looks yeah, great. Yeah. Love the cover. Love the sounds of it. I'm going to order it. And I read it and I was like, I'm in a series and I don't know what So series. many characters running around. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it was but easy for me to follow. It doesn't matter. Yeah. It doesn't matter. It doesn't you matter don't. I fell in love with West Ravenel oh. the first time I read it. I did a tribute video to this 
to this book yes. where I made the soup on YouTube. Yeah. It's when? there. You can search it. She can I'll put it on she a made and we're gonna put it up places. Uh yeah, she made the the I'm garden obsessed soup. with this fucking book. I it's don't remember so the soup. It's, it's fine. Okay. okay, listen. So we start <laughs> off, and Evie yes. is on her way to a wedding, I think, probably. Mm-hmm. And she's with she's her in the two sons. And, oh, man, there's, like, sort of a, not a fairy tale beginning, but it's very, like, here is Evie's journey up until now. And she was in love with her childhood sweetheart, and he was um, sick his whole probably life. Probably had Crohn's disease. Crohn's disease. Yeah, maybe something like that. Yeah. yeah. Like, it was, like, basically, like, a wasting disease is how they described and it. And he had he a hard time with food. anything. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Crohn's mm-hmm. is a really good guess. Yeah. Yeah. So he was sick, but they loved each other, like, to infinity and beyond and foreverzies. And then they had two sons and he did die before, like, the first son was even born, I think. Mm -hmm. So he's dead and she's a widow and she's, like, a sought-after widow because she has a rich dad and she's got a good title thing and other reasons. Yeah, she has her own. She had well, her son is gonna is a viscount. He's the heir to a viscountcy. Yes, in Essex. Don't know where that is. Geography is also not for don't me. care. Um, <laughs> it's in the UK somewhere. And then and then she's also Saint Vincent's or Kingston's or Duke of Kingston's daughter. Yes. So she's got connections. She's got whatever. So she's been out of society forever because she's widowing and she's just this is her first thing that she's done ever can since, i since Henry can i died. tell you something i like this was a perfect this was a perfect book for me to be reading like right before i did a big public weekend like where i went into the public and saw people out there in mm-hmm. the world like more than normal like the grocery store is one thing i did a lot more this weekend and so evie's Evie's like talking herself up in the carriage being like, yes, I have barely seen anyone during my morning period of two years. And so yes. I don't think I know how to talk to adults anymore. And I don't know how to act anymore. And I, I feel like I'm a, a wet rag, just like bringing the mood down or whatever. Yeah. And it really felt like like coming out of the pandemic, you know? Yeah, mm-hmm, she mm-hmm, she's like, yeah. I think everything, I can't remember if it was like later in the book in this beginning chapter where they're like, it's parties are just so loud. Yeah. Yes. Yes. <laughs> and they truly, so they truly are. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> Everyone's talking at the it's, same time. It's so much noise. It's crazy. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And then people want to like put music on over that. And I'm just like, it's so many auditory inputs, everybody. Mm-hmm. Ah! Okay. But her son, Justin, oh. who is a, pre- is a precocious young child. Aaron, how did you do okay with him? I felt okay with this precocious young child. I don't know if it's because I mainlined this book at two times speed because I couldn't yeah yeah, at delirious hours because I couldn't get enough but he did seem like I feel like in romance we have these children that are like overly cute you know and it felt like a realistic kid to me you know same yeah yeah I felt like his relationship with his mom and his relationship with his grandparents was just really relatable Mm -hmm. and I just liked it. And I also, Um, I mean he was he ended up being not only like some of the plot you know forward like he was he was integral to the plot which is always important Mm -hmm. like don't put a kid in there if it's not going to do something i need it to do yeah and also like he ended up being such a cool window to like seeing who saint vincent is as a grandfather and stuff Mm -hmm. and like you mean gramps gramps oh no gramps (laughs) hot fucking gramps who tells you to just take it all i'm sorry i have a hard time i have a hard time with a gramps name being a sexy name 
That's Ooh, a hard thing for me. It doesn't need Gramps, to be sexy for me. Gramps doesn't evoke a St. Vincent, but I do like his relationship. But Justin said something to his mom. I don't know if it was on their, they were on their way to the party or when they arrived. But um, he says, Gramps taught me how to swim in cold water. He told me not to jump in all at once. He said to go into your waist first mm-hmm. so your body knows what's coming. This will be good practice for you, mama. So Ooh. it was just like really cute how he like talked to his mom and so was, like, good. kind of coaching her through this like first party and yeah and that was the grocery store for me you know yeah <laughs> so i went to the grocery and store then it was Costco. Was yeah. <laughs> and I was like, eh. no it's fine so we're in the carriage on the way to the party we get to the party and she is like explaining that like she's talking about henry a little bit in her brain and she's talking about unfortunately henry yes. did have one enemy <gasps> in his life and it was west ravenel and unfortunately Devin Ravenel is the brother to Wes Ravenel, who is the father of the bride. So they're so going to the have to see each other. Bride. She's like telling you all about how he like stole Henry's favorite book and he always called him bad names and mm-hmm. he was just stole the meanest food. meanie head, stole his food. Stole his food. Yeah. Like, stole that's his real food. shitty. Stole mm-hmm. his food. Yeah. Anyway. I mean, that's yeah. the one that really got me. Like, <laughs> he stole his dinner rolls, okay? Yeah. But also, like, if somebody tried to steal my dinner rolls, it would be a firm slap on the Fight head. Fight to the death. Really, but Henry you know? was infirm. He couldn't yeah. do it. Well, for, by definition, he couldn't do a firm slap. He true. was infirm. Listen, I, it's true. He was unable. I don't know if this says funny, something the about the sexy goggles that I wore mm-hmm. all throughout the book, the parts that I did read. But when when it said that he stole his food, I thought to myself, ah, he probably wasn't eating it anyway. <laughs> well, somebody else That's said that in the dumb. book. Who said it in the book? Oh, it was, did somebody um, say it in the book? Yes, it was. Uh, yes, yeah, somebody it was said it. Whoever to... she confides in about it, who's Gabriel. like, nah, everybody's oh, Gabriel, bullied. Brother, yeah, Gabriel. Yes, uh-huh. yes the, br- the the groom. He was like, well, was he really gonna eat that? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, I know. Me and Gabriel, bad people. Yeah, well, I know that we're like just flailing about this book instead of actually telling everyone what happens, but. Don't worry. They go into the party. Yes, they, they go, go into so um, she follows Eversby Prior Priory. Evers anyway, whatever it's called. Giant Castle. And this house has like its own personality in the other books. Yeah. Oh if yeah. You, like so if you haven't read them, like Eversby Priory is like a whole character in other books nice. of this series. Sorry. There were a lot of descriptions of the house. Yeah, there Mm -hmm. there were. So she chases her precocious son into the I don't know, the foyer, the grand meeting room of the front door. And she sees this very sexy strapping man who's just like oh, yeah. like picking people In up and telling people charge. what to do yeah. and like, yes. you know, just coordinating everything. And she's like, oh, no, look at that very sexy, competent man. And then somebody mm-hmm. is like, have I introduced you to Wes Ravenel? <laughs> and, yeah. Oh, no, 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 that's not true. Henry is, nope. Justin, the son, Justin, yeah, like mm-hmm. drops a marble, and so while mm-hmm. he's directing everybody and like making sure a maid doesn't fall over and everything, he steps on the marble to be like, oh, "Wow!" And then he takes it over to Justin, and he's like, oh, "Wow, this is a really nice marble. Look at that sheep mm-hmm. inside of it, or something." And like, this is cool stuff. Do you play this game with it? What about this one? Oh, I'll teach you that one later. And so mm-hmm. then he introduces himself, and so she's been like. I've never felt this way about a yes. man ever. Mm-hmm. And then he does say his name is Wes Ravenel. And it's like a waterfall just like hits her. And she's just mm-hmm. like, oh, no. Yeah. I was yeah. the only man I've been attracted to was my dead husband's bully. 
<laughs> Do you guys know what he looked like? Oh, tell me everything. Oh, I have Aaron. so many. Yes, I have so many highlights, but I want to hear you say it. His hair, a shade of brown so dark it could easily have been mistaken for black, mm. gleamed like liquid as the light moved over it. Just recently, this is I am no longer reading. Just recently, Natalie and I were talking about heroes, and maybe maybe it was Sarah, maybe it was all of us. But somebody said a hero is blonde, and I was like, ew. Um, I like this. Uh, the man listened closely to the housekeeper, hmm, as she explained, blah, 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 blah. Simultaneously, he tossed a key to an approaching underbutler who caught it with a raised hand and dashed off to some Sploosh. errand. Sploosh. He's like, He's like doing stuff. Okay, the man radiated a crisp masculine vitality that seized oh, yeah. Phoebe's attention. Oh, yeah. He was easily over six feet tall. I mean, what is six feet always the barometer it's not even that tall six feet why is the six feet always the thing why because they're english he was well over five foot eight like it never <laughs> well he was well over six foot two anyway whatever well over six feet tall with his athletic brawn and the sun bronzed complexion of a man who spent a di- great deal in the outdoors but he wore a well-tailored suit of course of oh. clothes how curious. He's, Perhaps he was an estate manager. Mm. So much hotter than that. He is, though. <laughs> he's also the estate manager, though. Like, wait, he does so everything. much. Oh, wait. Aaron's got more. His eyes were shockingly blue in oh. that suntan face. His brief smile, a dazzling flash of white. He was very handsome. Ooh. His features strong and even with faint, pale wisps of laugh lines radiating from the outer corners of his eyes. He seemed like somebody who would be <sighs> irreverent and amusing. But there was also something shrewd about him, yes. something a bit flinty, oh. as if he'd had his share of experience in the world and had few illusions left. <gasps> Somehow that made him even more attractive. It did. Mm-hmm. I agree with it's... you, Phoebes. Yeah. Oh my god! So He's she finds so... out his name. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> Natalie has to recover. Natalie is. Natalie, melted? did you swoon? <laughs> did you need a smelling salt? <laughs> I might. This, this hero is everything because he's not cocky either. No. Mm-hmm. Yes, he, I know. He has earned. I mean, he is a little bit, but like, he, yes. but like, oh, yeah. sex <laughs> and like yeah. farming. And I don't know why well, I think that's farming. Aaron. Yeah, he knows. He just has. Okay, because here I have this highlight right here. <laughs> because they they go into talking and Justin like takes it upon himself because his mom is dumbfounded oh, by both by the, the beauty, beauty, but all the also the fact that. I don't think she even knows who he is at this point, but no, but she's having a physical response yes, to him. She can't handle it. She says that there's a fire and ice jolt of awareness inside of her, but he says, Justin, her son says, I'm oh. Justin, Lord Claire. And this is mama. Papa isn't here with us because he's dead. Because he's dead. <laughs> <laughs> and that was very West, true about yeah. ki- kids love telling you who's dead. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, Natalie yeah. and I met a kid who told us who was dead. <laughs> What? <laughs> Sorry, Natalie and I went to the Alaska Zoo last week. Okay, and this little girl just came up we to us and was like, "Jake's dead." Up next, <gasps> walked up next. Yeah, Jake's and, dead. And we were like, "Hey, how are you?" And she was like, "Jake died." And we're like. <laughs> yeah, and we're like, okay. oh, we're sorry about Jake. And she's like, he's dead. Jake's dead. And, then, and the parents um, were like, the bear named Jake is, in fact, Apparently dead. <laughs> a brown bear at the zoo had recently died named Jake. But we were very concerned that it was a close friend or relative. And she was just telling everyone at the zoo. Yeah, Jake um, died. Yikes. Um, kids love death. They're fascinated with it. They do. It's, Valor yes. just today was carrying around some like baby dolls or something. And she was like, I was like, oh, Valor, where are you going with your babies? And she's like, to the couch. The baby died. 
I was yeah. like, oh, it's fascinating. <laughs> anyway, this one's very much like my dad's in heaven. Like he's dead. Like yeah. just and so then, everybody yeah. knows he did die. And then he, he says something like, also, this is my mom. She She's just not used to talking out loud to people in public or something. It was so <laughs> like She only talks to kids. <laughs> yeah. So then she, they, he introduces himself and he's like, I'm Wes Ravenel. And he, or Ravenel and he, and then he can watch her face like change. Oh yeah. She's just like, and oh, fuck stick. And then we get to chapter two, where we get a lengthy description Whoa. of what Phoebe looks like oh. from Can his I perspective. tell you how long it took me, Aaron, to figure out that Lady Claire and Phoebe were the same lady? <laughs> Not like a daughter. Well, because like, okay, I don't... I st- Huh. listener in case you were wondering i still haven't quite figured out how england works because like i feel like where's claire come from like we know both her parents what's claire about it's, it's her the estate husband's name. title right oh that's it because she married okay all is right is that what it but is anyway, yeah so it's like, gotta be Viscount, yeah henry claire okay that Viscount makes more claire. sense because she took mm-hmm. his name okay but it's also like a lady's name like can we not do yeah, that no, i know like, i know because it's a lot for me, Erin. So, so is Kingston. Like, Kingston, St. Vincent, they're all fucking names. And it's just, there's so many names in this whole thing. Yeah, at least um, Pandora wasn't also a title, you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> that would have been, she is, wow, England. Her book is so good. I did, I know I'm not I think that might be St. Vincent's Day next year because he is St. Vincent at that point. Yes. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, it's St. Vincent's son. It's Gabriel. Oh, hey, HBs. I don't know if you've heard, but we have a Patreon. For as little as $5 a month, you get over 150 bonus episodes, most of which include Aaron, videos of regular episodes, author hangouts, and so much more. Do you want to hear Aaron and I recap every single episode of Crash Landing on You? What about a little film called Psycho Stripper? Do you want more recaps of ridiculous Thanksgiving and other holiday books and movies? And how do you feel about Naima Simone and I recapping amazing reality TV? All of that and more is on the Patreon. There's so much content at your fingertips as soon as you sign up. Seriously, hours and hours. Anyway, it's patreon.com forward slash heaving bosoms podcast if you want to check it out. And of course, that link is in the show notes. Keep being a badass. Okay, so she's like, we're going to stay away from this dude. She's like, oh, you promised to give my son a lesson in a game, but like, we're not going to hold you to that promise because I never want you around my son again, basically. And he's mm-hmm. like, oh, shit, I don't know what I did to that woman, but I should steer clear. Yeah. So then they do nursery stuff, question mark. And then they well, have so, like a dinner. Well, first, I think it's kind of important to talk about that she's kind of talking to her family, oh, yes. and and they kind of mention in passing about how she's going to help guide Justin to like and pay attention to the estate now because Justin obviously is like six years old or something like that, seven. Yeah. And so he does not know how to run an estate, so she's going to have to help him. And like they're just talking about that as a group, and West, unfortunately or fortunately, just kind of can't 
keep his opinion to himself. Well, no, because it happens Gabriel, to the best of us. Gabriel, and mm-hmm. and no older Saint Saint Vincent, Vincent, Kingston, yep. Kingston mm-hmm. are are meddler meddling meddlers because mm-hmm. he's like, oh yeah, we're gonna go on this farm tour tomorrow, Phoebes, You should join us on the farm tour because you need to learn more about farming. You have a times. farm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And she's like, well, I couldn't. I have an estate manager and I think he would be very upset if I undermined him. And Wes is like, the fuck? The reddest Why? flag in the world. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Mm-hmm. And he's like, you should, you are the person who would take the best care of your son's bullshit. Like, you mm-hmm. should be involved and he should not be weird about including you. And like, he's also yeah. bad at progress and like, he thinks that. Everybody should be the way it always was because, like, yeah, serfs were a good thing. Everybody, so like, keep them Mm -hmm. down. Yeah, basically, if you give if you give your tenants the opportunity to voice their opinion, they'll just complain. Mm -hmm. So don't give them the opportunity. At one point, that guy is like, "What would they even do with leisure time? Their farm, yes, right? Yeah, what would they read? Plato? Like, oh God, Edward fucking Larson is the worst. I hope he never gets a book. Very Prince Henry from Ever After." Oh no, he goes. He goes to jail, Melody. Yes, because he is. He is. He does. He go to jail in the last thirty percent of this book. Oh my gosh, Melody, <laughs> shut it down right now. We'll, we'll let you know. Okay, so so anyway, we can't tell they, you they now. Get, we'll spoil it get, for listeners. I'm sorry, listener. <laughs> they get into like a, a like a butting of heads right off the bat. Yes, and, and like Wes already knows that she's kind of like fuck this dude. And then he kind of puts his opinion in there and they end it okay. But she heads up to the nursery with Kathleen, Lady Trenier, and is kind of like, fuck that guy. But she knows so much more information than Wes knows at this point. Yes. She knows exactly who he is. She knows exactly what happened in the past. And he's kind of only operating on partial information. Mm-hmm. But he knows a lot more about farming. And he did explain farming to her in a very curt way. Curt, but still and, accessible, which I really mm-hmm. appreciated. And, and and like he didn't insult her intelligence by being like, you little woman wouldn't understand. Yeah. No, in fact, yeah. he's like, you need to understand this because yeah. you need to take a more leadership role on your yeah. farm. And I really, yeah. really liked that uh, during that conversation, he was like, he realized that he definitely had spoken, maybe not out of turn, but definitely in the wrong like tone. And Mm -hmm. so he was ready for her to just, like, shut him down. And instead, Mm -hmm. she was like, no, I will hear you out. I will absolutely hear you out. And I I don't know. She has no respect for him right now because of who he was in the past. But he has a lot of respect for her right now. Also, he has identified her as a sexy woman. Fuck yeah, he has. She does Uh, have the long red hair of her mother. She's got um, gray eyes. Silvery eyes with star star Bird striations. Star, striations. Yeah. 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 Her skin was flawless ivory. Of There's course. a lot of weird skin descriptions in this book. Yeah. Um, he can't wait to see her naked because she'll be all ivory and pink. Flushed. Yes. Pink. Yes. <laughs> pink mm-hmm. all over there. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, when she smiles, there's like a hot tug deep in his chest. Like, Ooh. I don't know. Like Love a hot tug deep in the chest. Same. Any kind of hot tug, really. Truly. <laughs> 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 There'll be some hot tugs later, don't worry, yeah. <laughs> But basically, he's already saying, like, in, in this part of the book, he's already like, I would not be ever good enough for her. No. He already yeah. knows. His, he says it, like, as soon as they meet, that his, mm-hmm. like, past means, like, that he would never be able to... 
right. you know, deserves so But much. you can tell. to have a good reputation man because she's got kids and she's got, like, a name. Yeah. He's like, he's yeah. like, would smash, but, like, <laughs> can't smash. Right. I think later on he says, like, I'll have an affair with her in, like, five or ten years. Yeah, sure, she's right going to marry a boring yes. man and then I yeah. will break up that marriage. That's what I do. That's, <laughs> yes, that's what, how exactly. it works. But you can also tell during this that St. Vincent likes him. Mm-hmm. Kingston. Mm-hmm. Yes. Well, and, and he has... In the past two years, because when you meet him in the beginning, he is that drunk lout. He's, oh. you know, yeah. Oh, when you meet him in book <gasps> one, or even else, yes, you watch. He is oh. featured heavily in every one of these books. So if you have oh. read these other books, you know him. Oh, shit. And he, and you have watched him become this soft, drunken, useless man uh. to this person that has had to learn the hard way. When he talks about in this book, the first day that he had to like sky scythe. Yeah, sure. Sometimes you don't say words out loud. Never. You you never do. So you see that in previous books. Whoa. Yeah. So you kind of watch this whole journey happen. So Kingston, St. Vincent, whoever the fuck, Sebastian, Oh, no, I'm just like, I don't I don't remember any of these books. I know I've read the Reese Winterbone book. Like, I know I've read some of these, but like a long time ago. Yeah, so that would have been the book, right? Winterborn. Winterborn. Two books previous. Winterborn. But I don't remember the name of it, and I don't remember West Raven all in it. Yeah, and I don't know if he was in that one as much as definitely the first two. Anyway. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm no, sorry. Totally, no, it's totally No, but fine. there's been a character it, journey that's correct. been passed You have this seen book. the whole thing. So I have then- said Winterbone in my head for <laughs> years. Just years. I, I want everyone to know that. Him. Finger guns to that, Aaron. You yeah. Know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Notice that you for the first time today. <laughs> so, want everybody to know. So, uh, Sebastian St. Vincent, Lord St. Vincent, would have seen the journey. Yes. He would have seen the whole thing happening. because, And that really gets at his heart. Yeah. Westcliff, Lord Westcliff, they're, they're the closest neighbors. So, they're all in this book. Everybody's in this book. Yeah. All of the past characters are here. Yeah, it's the great. Reunion. It's great. Okay, so then they have to do a dinner. And West has already been like, I have to stay away from this bitch. And she's like, I want to be as far away from him as possible. And then, of Mm -hmm. course, somebody seated them next to each other. Oh, you fucking know Uh. it was Kingston. You Like, it was a whole thing. Everybody was getting together to match these two up. Being Metalsaurus Rexes? And this is the first night that Phoebe has worn clothes that aren't mourning colors. And she is like cannot handle Hot. the shade of too ecru? sparkly what is it the, ecru? Yeah. Uh, but it is it's like a, a spangle span, is it? it's yeah. a spangly yeah. and one. it's got flowers everywhere yeah. and her little brother ivo walks her down <gasps> it was so walks sweet her down so she yeah and, and he would like says like i'm here to walk you down so you don't have to go down alone and, and she was like oh my gosh you're so sweet and he's like my dad made me it do was it. dad's idea <laughs> <laughs> I like it Wasn't on the spoil. dress like way too sparkly or something? Yeah, I remember had, yes. listening to this while I was like making dinner and I remember like tuning out and then tuning back in and realizing that they were still talking about how fucking sparkly that dress yeah, was. Like it went on for a long dress. time. It's a spangled dress. Yeah, it's that okay. gold, like a gold thread that goes through it. Yeah. It's the one from the cover. If you guys ah, have the oh, cover yeah. pulled up. Oh shit. Um, here, I'll show it to you. Wow. It looks like this guy. Look at, look at yeah. Yes. So it's got the gold, like, shimmer, and then it's got the yeah, flowers, yeah, yeah. and it's got the cleavage. Hot. So, yeah, like, if you've only been wearing grays and, and browns and blacks for two years mm-hmm. and, and very modest cuts, you'd be like, I'm naked Hot right town. Now. Right. 
And also, like, just eating bland oatmeal, and here we've arrived (laughs) at, like... At fucking summer vegetable soup, Erin. This is where the soup happens. I remember there was, like, a radish. Yeah, Mm -hmm. and and greens (laughs) of a top of a carrots. Oh, yeah, there were some... one The most delightful vegetable that we've seen in some time. Yeah, and, okay, but also I learned that customarily, the man interacts mostly with the woman on his left, why? Why, England? How did that happen? I don't know. <laughs> I'm sure because they were at a long table and they had to say, like, who are you going to talk to? Because you have to make somebody talk. You know what I mean? You have to make I sure guess. people are talking to everybody. So they were just like, everybody to your left. Like, yeah. that's that's weird. But cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cool, guys. So then they have, like, a really nice time. She wants to hate him. But she also, she also I think, somebody said... I think maybe her mom told her, like, the best thing to do is to choose kindness. Mm-hmm. And so she's like, I'm going to be a little bit more than civil. I'm going to be okay. And then she ends up having, like, a great time with him because he's just, like, fun enough. He's just flirty enough, but still respectful. He does well, get accosted. Oh, yeah. Well, so they sit down and she says, you know, maybe we shouldn't talk about farming because you are kind of an asshole when we do. And so but then they like both recognize that they don't. He's like, I don't have any other like hobbies or anything interesting about me. And she's like, oh, also me. Like, this is so refreshing (laughs) that we like don't have to talk about anything because both of us are boring. Yeah. Um, And then he does get an H.J. from like a different lady under the table. (laughs) What was that? Incredible. But it's like right when. So they're talking about books and she starts talking about this adventure book that she loved growing up and then as she's starting to talk about it she realizes that it is the book that her husband had as a child because they were childhood sweethearts yep where she had sent it to him and then this bully west ravenel had stolen it from him and it was like a very traumatic moment in the child's life and so as she's talking about the book she sees his like posture change mm-hmm. and like he and she's like mm, yeah because he fucking remembers how he like put that book down the privy or whatever but really he's getting an hj no she's not from... gonna no a lady is has she's taken her tiny hand because you know it's tiny all the way up his leg and then she just keeps putting her hand. How do you give an HJ to somebody you're eating next Not to? You take your leg. tiny hand and you put it up his leg and you start rubbing on it. Sure, I don't understand. That's, that's what's what? happening. What? I only that, that is 100 percent right what is side. happening. I mean, I thought she was like going for the grab, but he was managing to like bat her hand away. Okay, sorry, it was an attempt at HJ. Okay, yeah. <laughs> And so he's like, I'm having a hard time over here. I'm getting accosted. And so she says, lean forward. And so he leans forward and she taps the bitch on the arm and like holds up her napkin. And she's like, oh, I saw that you were trying to grab Mr. Ravenel's (laughs) napkin. And so I thought, here, have mine. And it is savage. The woman says, we could have shared him. Yeah. Well, first she's like, I don't know what you're talking about. I like, I don't, I don't know what you mean by that. I was not reaching for his napkin. And then she's very like, oh, shall I explain it? Or do you want to just shut up and take this napkin, bitch? And she's like, I'll take the napkin, but we could have shared him. Yeah. It's so hot. good. And then and he turns to woman her and he's, oh, sorry. He is says. The, is the daughter of the etiquette teacher from oh, the first previous that. books. Incredible. <laughs> That they did like mention her. They made yeah. it a point to say who her mother was, and I remember thinking I should probably know who that is, but then it fled my it's brain. Okay. Um, mm, I had something, something that. Oh, he said, yeah, "Thank I, you for not sharing me." 
I really like that. Thank you for not sharing me. These two mm-hmm. say the most like innocuous lines to each other that are so fucking hot. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. Do you want to hear when I identified this soup as a sexy person? Yes. I <laughs> do. <laughs> Because <laughs> this is when I fell in love with West Ravenel oh. in this book. It mm-hmm. was when he thoroughly describes a soup, every ingredient. Yeah. He knows every part about it. He knows how it's prepared. Uh-huh. And he's like, this is what you should order. And he describes everything that Phoebe should order for the whole fucking meal. Hey, Natalie, <laughs> you want to read us that passage? I do. You want to hear about soup? Oh, yeah. It's really not that exciting. But it says, the cook sends for a basket of ripe vegetables from the kitchen gardens. Leeks, carrots, young potatoes, vegetable marrow. Don't know what that is. Tomatoes. I think it's just broth. Um, yeah, it's got to be. And simmers them with fresh herbs. And when it's all soft, she purees the mixture until it's like silk and finishes it with heavy cream. Done. It's great. It's the it's brought to the table in an earthenware dish and ladled over croutons fried in butter. And you can taste the entire garden in every spoonful. Mm. Like... Fucking yes. Also, um, like, it's hot when a man likes vegetables. Yeah. It's hot when a man really just likes anything. Like, <laughs> like, actually, that's kind of like, true. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> it's like super into something. But, of, but he also says, like, no, I love food of all earthly pleasures. It's my second favorite. Oh, and she's like, which one is your first? And he's like, maybe I'll tell you later. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah, it's so exactly. cute. And, and then later, <laughs> they talk about, you know, there's like 12 courses. Wait, this meal. I'm sorry. I... I just had a thought and I need everybody to answer my question. How do you blend in England times? What do you mean blend? Like, you have to blend this shit. Puree? Natalie pureed it. Oh, you put it through a food mill. A you put schmoozer. it through a food mill. It's a it's like a thing and it's got grinders and you would pour it through. It's a food no mill. No fucking like a, way. What? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. They they did Do you think if I typed in England Times food mill into like the Google they would know what I was talking Maybe. about? Maybe. <laughs> I think that's what Aaron's going to do right now and I'm very excited. <laughs> Hopefully. That was usually I mean that's how you used to make baby food. Is you would put it through a like a metal food mill that would go like it's a fit, kind of like a coffee grinder. Gosh, if I were a mother in England Times and they were like, you have to put your kids' food through this food mill, I would be like, I'm smashing it with my fists and you can't stop. Nobody me. can I'm stop. I'm just going to do this. <laughs> Smash it with my fist, and then I'm just fine, gonna. To be honest. Honestly, yeah. I was a mom in twenty twenty tens nows, and uh-huh. I definitely just like in a pinch, I just chewed that shit, and then I spit put it, it into their mouth. Baby bird, <laughs> did it chew in a spit? Like no, a I did baby a chew bird and a grab and a bunk <laughs> right into his mouth, <laughs> like a like a bird. Yes, in a pinch. Birds don't have fingers, Aaron. You're right. Not like a bird. <laughs> like totally a bird. normal. You're right, <laughs> totally Matt. I'm glad you were here to normalize that behavior. Let's not have her back. <laughs> Let's not. Can we put, how do you do the thing where you do the um, where you make you separate out the rooms in Zoom? Can we put? Can we put? You want to put me in a breakout room where yeah, I can talk put to me myself? In a breakout moon room for just a sec while I I'll um, just be over here talking about soup <laughs> while I make okay. sure everyone knows how weird this is and not normal. Thank you. They have twelve courses of food, and Phoebe gets to like the tenth course, and she's like, "I can't." And Wes says to her. What a featherweight. You're just going to let the dinner defeat you? And I just, I've never related to someone more Mm -hmm. than him in that moment. 
Well, she oh, yeah. talks about how she hasn't really tasted food in so long because she's been with Henry, who has only had this like very bland food. And while she because she's so kind, because she could eat, she could eat whatever she wanted or have wine or have, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. She just couldn't bring herself to do it in front of him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She's like, because she's better than me. Like, better there's no me. like I would have been like, <laughs> sucks to I'll be you, you Crohn's. <laughs> like, I would really really. <laughs> yeah. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. I would have been like, "Here's your porridge, darling. I'm eating a roast now." Yeah, I'll be in the next room. <laughs> that- <laughs> I wouldn't do it in front of him. I would do it in a different room. I don't know. I don't know. But that's the thing. Maybe you would have like your stale porridge dinner. Oh. But then, like after Henry sneak is sleeping in his like invalid dinners. bed, yeah. then you would sneak down and Ooh. just like nom roast. I will tell you one thing. Is it about Thanksgiving? One of my greatest talents <laughs> is doing a secret food sneak. <laughs> I'm so good. A secret food sneak. <laughs> but she didn't yeah. even do that. She's just so honorable. I know. And I don't think that she even thought about it. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? I don't think no. it was like she was martyring herself in any way. It was mm-hmm. just like it was it was natural for her to not want to yeah. do those things because Henry couldn't do them. It wasn't like she was ever beholden to him or No, not at all. Were. They were just each other's other halves. Except you know. for, like, he did, like, kind of suck. Can we all admit, like, Henry oh, kind of sucked? Henry sucked. Yeah. yeah. Like, that's I think fine. you kind of find out. And I think that Phoebe kind of acknowledges his shortcomings later in the book. Mm-hmm. She does, like, yeah. At the beginning of the book, she's very much like, Henry, angelic, you know, mm-hmm. Henry. And then at the, be- at the towards the end, you know, you find out some shit. And, and she kind of acknowledges, like, okay, he had these faults. He kind of set himself apart from the world yeah. and did these things. But she still loved every part of him, even with and he worshipped her so much that like she Mm -hmm. couldn't be petty, and and -hmm. like it broke his heart if she ever like fell off her pedestal, and like that's a lot of pressure. And I I'm sorry, somebody everybody needs to just like think my petty is charming. Mm -hmm. He didn't (laughs) love her for her flaws, and but can I don't know when to bring this up, so I'm just going to bring it up now and do it. Henry at the end for the last few months was so weak that he could not walk. He had to be carried outside and he was so, so, so weak, wasting away. He didn't have any muscle strength whatsoever. But he was fucking right up until the end. I did wonder about that. She said that she was pregnant. Well, she She says to West that she hasn't had sex in two years and Henry died two years ago and then she's never done it on top so like he's fucking right up until the end so i thought that she had said that he declined right after steven which is her second son's consummation i thought that's what she had said in the book but then didn't he die while she was pregnant yes yeah so i mean two years ish ish i think is what you know i mean maybe she was like there was a period of time where he had to be lifted and carried outside and simultaneously was fucking like those two things maybe maybe listen we all have our priorities energy stores yeah exactly yeah (laughs) he's not wasting it on fishing i'll tell you that much yeah Mm -hmm. yeah okay so what happens next do they do the farm tour next uh Mm -hmm. so we finish up the dinner it's whatever. It's fine. It's great. It's a great evening for everybody. Yeah. Uh, the fa- more of the family is involved. You get a little bit of a peek inside of like West's transition from like wastrel, wastrel, wastrel. Wah, sure. Because uh, he's wa- he wastes who he everything. Is now. He's a wastrel. Sure. Uh, makes sense. Yeah. And then we head to the, the farm, farm tour. tour. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ooh, farm tour is very exciting stuff. So many things happen <laughs> on farm tour, including but not limited to cat. So. <laughs> <laughs> 
get away oh, no. now. Can we first talk about breakfast yeah, yeah, yeah. the next day? Yeah, 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 yeah. Because yeah. oh, yeah. he comes down to breakfast. He, like, wakes up and he's, like, so horny. Oh, my God. And he's so horned up. He's, he, all he's been doing is like, thinking about Because, like, the whole her. dinner, yeah, the whole dinner the night before was, like, foreplay for him. And so he is, like, so horny the next day and he has to go down to... To breakfast with his and his brother is there and they're talking and we find out a little bit about why he does not think he's meant for Phoebe. You oh, find out yeah. about like because he's talking to and then he gets his fingers stuck inside of his teacup because they're tiny little teeny tiny dainty teacups oh and Wes God. is a big man with big old fingers. The teacup bit, the teacup <laughs> bit was so fun. And then by the end of it, he like gesticulates too much and sends the teacup flying across the room. And there's like, so much funny shit. Lisa Kleypas. Lisa Kleypas did so much funny shit in this book. I laughed out loud so many times, even the third time through. But yeah, so we do that little brief like character building moment with West and his brother. But yeah, and then we're on the farm tour. Okay, farm tour times. So it's, it's, okay. So it's Wes. It's St. Mm-hmm. Vincent. It's Justin, the tiny child. And Saint it's St. Vincent, Phoebe's. the Lord of Duke of Kingston. Sebastian, Duke of Kingston. St. Vincent is a different person. <sighs> Sebastian, the Duke of St. <laughs> Kingston in my vagina listen i don't know st kingston went always <laughs> yeah so and that okay yep okay mm-hmm. so they go out there and like earlier he told justin like i'm gonna show you the stinkiest part of the farm because justin is like a four-year-old boy and there's nothing cooler than something that stinks mm-hmm. so they go out there and like he is showing them like the machinery barn and other progress things that make it easier for men to farm. Yes. We did start with an apology. Oh, yes, he did. He did humbly apologize. He did. He said, because even hot. though they had this great night the, the night before, he still says, like, you know, like, she basically is like, you know, I did decide to come because I do want to learn stuff. And she was kind of, like, apologizing for not knowing anything. And he's like, I need to be the one to apologize. And and you have nothing to worry about. Hot. You have been in charge of an invalid, you know, hu- husband and two children. Did you think I would not understand? You know, like, there's reasons that you don't know these things. But the important thing is that you are want to learn now. And I want to help you. And I'm sorry I was a dick. And the basically. way that she's like, how did you know that I did all of those things? And he's like, Phoebe, I've known you for maybe 36 hours, and anybody who's met you for even that long would know that you did all those things. Like, hot. Hot. <laughs> hot. And and then we find out that he's a scientist. Oh, God. He's just like a low-key farm scientist. <sighs> he's so yeah. hot. Yeah. It just keeps getting hotter the whole time. She yes. says something about how her manager man said that um, science and nature are separate, and that, like, it breaks his brain. He gets so mad. It breaks my and brain. Is that the to part where with, he is, like... To begin it, with, mm-hmm. science isn't something separate from nature. Science is how nature works. Second, a gentleman farmer. He's like, um, Oh, I love it. He's like, Isn't this the one where he's like, should I be polite farmer. or not? And yes. she's like, please be polite. And he's like, yeah, well, fuck that guy. <laughs> yeah. He's like, that guy's Anyway, sorry, continue, Natalie. But this is his yeah. polite version. This is his polite version. Second, a gentleman farmer isn't a farmer. If you have to preface your occupation with gentleman, it's a hobby. Not a job. Mm-hmm. Bird. That's Sick. right. Uh, third, you know. 
And she's like trying to interrupt. And he goes, I know his kind. He's re he'd rather choose extinction than keep pace with progress. He'll drag your estate into ruin just so um, he doesn't have to learn ways of doing uh, new ways of doing things. Yeah. And so she's like, what was the non-polite version? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Ooh, hot. Yeah. No, he fucking hates Edward Larson. He's never even met him because this as guy's he should. The worst. He belongs in jail, that Edward Larson. Okay. Ooh. Yeah. And that's <laughs> well, what Melody well, has well, to say. Well, just wait. Just you wait, Melody. That's what we call foreshadowing. I was going to say that. That's why it took me so long when I was like, oh, and then the word was nowhere. The word was, I was, I. <laughs> so then Phoebe is like, don't think that I couldn't cut you down to size. Well, they talk about. And the part of it is talking about how Edward Larson believes that, like, scything, scything by hand mm -hmm. is, like, the best way to do it. And why would you, you know, do a thresher and blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. And so they, they talk a little bit about that. Well, and, and, and it's so hot because Wes is like, have you ever, like, has Edward Larson ever, ever scythed anything? And she's like, I mm -hmm. doubt it, but let me guess, you have. And he's like, yes, yeah. because I need to understand how my tenants do things. And he's like, mm -hmm. it's the most backbreaking fucking work. I lasted not even a day. I I had bloody hands by the end of it. Like, it's awful. And he says something like, it'll take the best scythers, uh, like, like 12 of them, a whole day to do like an acre or something. And that this thing can do it in an hour. And that's mm -hmm. accurate. Yeah. Um, because while I was listening to this book, I didn't know what a good pairing this would be, but I was listening to this book while playing Stardew Valley, which, oh as you know, gosh. is a very realistic farm-heavy um, game. Farm yeah. heavy game. Mm, um, and I was scything. <gasps> yes. And I did notice that my character on Mystic Falls wow. Farm, she was very tired and after bleeding? only about Probably. two hours. Well, I mean, it's like it's like 32 bit. Um, okay. <laughs> game, but I did notice that she was very tired. You wow. Know? Um, so yeah. then after his whole polite, I mean, using air quotes, listener, set down of, of Edward Larson, Phoebe goes, just don't think that I won't put you in her place. And he says to her, as long as you do it by hand. Oh. And, Sir. <laughs> I was overcometh. Um, Sir. Yeah. So then we're, we find a cat on the farm. <gasps> And, and the then, cat loves St. Vincent. The cat just mm -hmm. wants to rub its scrawny body all over St. Vincent, similar don't to how all? I'd want to. <laughs> I'd like to rub my big lady body. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say that it's like a scrawny, uh, lithe, cat-like body. But yeah, my big woman body, <laughs> oh, yeah. I would like to rub on him. So, but we do get a lot of St. Saint Vincent. Uh, I'm sorry, Sebastian. Yes, Sebastian. Duke, Sebastian St. Vincent, the Duke of Kingston. Yes, I hate that's it. the one. <laughs> so, just stay the really Duke that you're the Duke of. Like, <laughs> yeah. Ugh. Duke it's like Firelight, or was no? What's the one? Moonglow, where he was like had like seventeen different titles. Oh yeah, he had like the werewolf title and like the Scotland title <laughs> yeah. and then like the England title. It was so much. <laughs> but we get a lot of great Sebastian time in this one. He is laughing, mm -hmm. his full unguarded laughs, which oh. shows you that he he likes West. trusts Wes, and he he's um, talking to a bunch of only, workmen. You know, yep, the workmen oh, are telling man. her that he's Sprack. Spracken. Oh, Wes, Ra Wes Ravenel is a Spracken. Spracken. <laughs> you should buckle to Mr. Ravenel. Uh, I believe his name was Bricken, says 
a fine husband he'd make. You'd get some great ramen barons off uh, off that one, certain sure. Certain sure. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to start working certain sure into oh my, my, God. my uh, everyday speech. Yeah, he's Sprack, a lively lad, quick in mind and body, up early and late. Mm-hmm. Sprack. Sprack. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Okay, exactly. and then they lose the child. Okay, the child does follow that cat into a mm-hmm. pen, not looking at where bull what pen. is in Literal that pen. Literal bullpen. Not- and mm-hmm. there is a giant bull who is very territorial about his space. And so mm-hmm. Phoebe's like, Justin, um, just back away very slowly, <laughs> yeah. like trying to be very calm. And like without even thinking, Wes just sprints to the pen, vaults over the side, and, like, puts his body in between Justin and this fucking angry bull. And he's, like, clapping his hands and waving his arms to get the attention of the bull. And then she sees that St. Vincent has also... Hot grandpa, not to be outdone. hot grandpa. (laughs) Yeah. Gets in there and carries him out. And then he's, like, he's, like, uh, Ravenel, is there anything I can do? And Wes is like, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> you and <laughs> Only one that of us child. should die if, mm-hmm. yeah. if anybody's going to die. And then <laughs> he has to like, he has to do a bunch of um, uh, evasive, maneuvers. evasive maneuvers is the word I was looking for. Thank Ooh, you. Did you. Did you see mm-hmm. Natalie's evasive maneuvers? That was for the patrons right there. Yeah, oh my God. Patrons. Not only did she do those in, ev- evasive maneuvers, but she came up with both of our words, Aaron. <laughs> She got your foreshadow and my evasive what, maneuver. What a fucking delight it has been to have Natalie here to tell us the plot, <laughs> oh, to tell to, to tell say to tell me words. it's not winter bone, which not only includes a U but an R I didn't know about. Um, to tell us no, what words are, great. to tell us how you puree shit in England times, <laughs> which I did look up. Do you know they still sell old timey mills? No. No, yeah, like Costco and shit. Don't yeah. buy those. Don't. Just why get are you doing this? Just get a or dude. Just get a puree. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> or just like mm. there's a mortar and pestle if you get in a pinch. Like I it's think not... the immersion blender is the tool that you want to use in this, in Absolutely. this soup situation. Is that Absolutely. the one that's like a... It's a stick blender. It's like a... Yeah, it's like and a vibrator, yep. but with a yep. schmoogle on the end. But with a very sharp metal yeah. blade. Don't, yeah, don't, don't. Yeah. Don't confuse Don't use it. Don't. <laughs> This you is may a be danger tempted. bang. This would that's, be danger that's bang. the worst danger bang. Have you seen Seven? It's like that. I. Natalie, I have. You, have. you have. You have. I was yeah, about to you say should don't. Not have seen Seven. You should not have seen Seven. You're not the right I girl for that know. one. Yeah. No. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. So he Wes is doing then, evasive yeah, maneuvers. He'll then, be doing invasive maneuvers later. Ooh, <laughs> <get> it, <girl. laughs> She's so smart. <laughs> Remember how moments ago I was like, I'm so happy that Nat's here. Now I'm like a little bit intimidated. Now I'm kind of like, get her off the podcast. We got to see that breakout It turned so fast. She's really dancing on the head of a pan. About about books I like. Okay. Okay. So then he he Hmm. dives through the fence and she's doing a a cry and a kiss on Justin. And then St. Vincent, the Kingston Duke, comes over and is like, I do believe he's injured. Wes is injured. Oh. And so she's like, oh my God, take Justin. And then she pulls up her skirts and she runs as fast as she can over to Wes. And she's like, are you hurt? Let me look at it. And he's like, I can't, and, I cannot let you look at and it. And let's be honest, the first thing she notices is, is that her pants are undone. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Number one thing. He's he like, says, I can't literally, tis this. but a scratch. <laughs> 
his <laughs> pants are ripped open. What does she see? Because like it's he, his belt. Is that it? Yeah. Oh, I thought it was his tan lines. Oh no, that's later. Because because no, she she's like, I need line. to see your I need to see your wound. I'm a woman and I can tend to it. Yes. And he's like, No, it's not in a proper place. It's just and then like on she his does hip. see Oh, okay. Because she does but see some stuff, but I couldn't like figure out what it was, and I was like, "Balls!" Like, remember <laughs> later on? <laughs> remember? Did, did, did he? Where are they? Is that <laughs> balls <laughs> right open? <laughs> yeah. No, remember when they were I on the floor like later on those ledgers, and there was this mm-hmm. line where she was like, "She was like, he pulled up my skirt past my ankles," and mm-hmm. I was like, "Woo!" about it. So like, it was just <laughs> his hip. Yeah, right. I think. I well, he did nom on those feet, which I think anyone would have been like, woo about it. Oh, God. Yeah. Two times. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh-huh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, so she pulls she pulls the typical mom move of having three handkerchiefs on her yes. in various places. Yes. And uh, has them all uh up Kleenex is shoved West. up her sleeves. Yes. So like she she kind of gives him the handkerchiefs to like just because he was using like a greasy farm rag or something like that, which gag and she's insisting that he takes a cart back and he's oh like, aaron's fine with it no. aaron the purveyor of it's england times first aid you know what take that shit covered rag and put it right in if that this wound were cra- when you don't if have this were crash landing aaron? on you he would just be bleeding out while she hugged him all right like there are lines you have to draw okay what? take this there's a maggot on it i know but just put it right on that open wound I don't have access to penicillin. I know. It was just like, there was just something a little bit hot that's like, I'm sorry. I don't know. Listen, it's because it's this hero, maybe. I don't know. There was just something that was a little bit hot of like, I'm fine here, bleeding profusely with my greasy farm rag. Like, get away from me with your clean. Yeah. That's Aaron move through and through. It's a big contrast, right? It's. Oh, like, I'm him? The dirty. No. Oh yes, I was saying the dirty past. You could be bleeding out, rag. and somebody would be like, "Aaron, are you Clean. okay?" And you'd be like, "Yep, doing is, right over here." <laughs> I'm married to one of those too. We're yeah. just like, "Don't you?" <laughs> yeah, you're right. Oh my god. Okay, um, so she does make him get on a cart to get home, mm-hmm. and he. It's like, oh, earlier he was talking to Devin about like how Devin like turned in his man card basically because he married. There's Kathleen. a lot of like weird manly. Mm-hmm. stuff yeah, that but happens I, I, throughout this whole book. I also and, think yeah. it's like kind of a, a direct commentary on that, you know? Yeah, I think it's it's showing how wrong he is, Yeah, right? yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. So he's mm-hmm. doing that, and then she's like, will you just get on the cart, like, for my benefit? And he's like, okay, I'll just, I'll dance through your loops or whatever. Yeah. And then when they get home, a doctor goes and sees him and then she does sneak over there to his room to see if he's okay, listener. And he thinks that it's his valet coming in. And so she does a knock, knock, knock. And the valet, and he's like, come in. She walks in there and he is full shirtless, shirtless. standing with his back to her. And he's got like one of those toothpaste bodies and he's got those shoulders. What's a toothpaste? What, what? toothpaste body? When you grab a tube of toothpaste. Like toward oh, the and bottom, it's and like you go tapered. Yeah, you you squeeze oh. the bottom so that all the toothpaste goes to the top. So and then you've top got heavy. the and then you've got the the waste, the small. Waste. Would you like to hear about it? Yeah, please. I'd like to see that. my toothpaste body would be very bottom heavy because I just go ahead and <laughs> squeeze it from the top, and then also lumpy <laughs> down there. Are you a fucking chaos agent? What she's are you a, doing? Sometimes she's I, a chaos I don't have the time. I'm like a busy <laughs> businesswoman. Okay. 
Erin, this is the most efficient way to do it. Are you fucking kidding me? Okay, we cannot talk about this right now. I've used your toothpaste, too. You didn't even notice this? I squeezed from the top. I've used your toothpaste twice. Toothpaste, your toothbrush for you. Wow. Oh, she did. She did. (laughs) I forgot. Oh my gosh, is that why? Hot. Probably. Because the last time we saw each other, I used your toothpaste and I fucked it all up. Oh, okay. No. Um, okay, ready? Uh-huh. Uh, it was a passive-aggressive but, move, Erin, and you didn't uh-huh. even know it. I love it. I didn't even realize. You know what? But this Always is... do passive. I'm so sorry. You're never going to say the thing you want to say. I'm sorry about it. This is a three-hour episode, everybody. I don't care. We're only one hour in. Okay, Erin and I are gone. Listen, if you're going to be passive-aggressive to me and um, like not tell me directly the thing that I did to wrong you, please do it by just doing things for yeah, me. Do like if it, you know, like, yeah, that's the best way to be Why passive aggressive at somebody. Me. I'm just gonna do this until I die. I'm gonna never let you know, and I'm just gonna keep doing things for you to truly. See if you like, isn't that our relationship? I think it honestly is at this point. <laughs> isn't that what Natalie does for heaving bosoms at this kinda. point? Kinda, yeah, <laughs> kinda. Wow, oh, they're man. so I'm wrong. I'll just do it. Okay, all right. Okay, Jesus, fuck, so mean to us. But this man, all rippling muscle and bronze skin and coiled energy, appeared twice as large. The room mm. scarcely seemed to seemed able to contain him. He was big-boned and lean, his back flexing as he lifted a wa- goblet of water and drank thirstily. Love it when a man drinks thirstily <laughs> or like in the one Adam, gulp. You can picture that Adam's apple. Phoebe's helpless gaze followed the long groove of his spine down to his hips, the loose edge of a pair of fawn-colored trousers untethered by braces, which I think are suspenders. <gasps> Um, mm-hmm. dipped low enough to reveal a shocking absence of undergarments. How could a gentleman go without wearing drawers? It was yeah. the most indecent thing she'd ever seen. She loves the ins- it. The inside of her head was scalded by her own thoughts. Ooh. Scalded. <laughs> she scalded her own brain, everybody. <laughs> Can I and just then, say... And then he hasn't even noticed that she's there. No. This man not only has... Hands that get mentioned a lot, which mm. we know is the gateway to my heart. Yeah. But also a throat that oh. gets mentioned a lot. And I yeah. love a throat. Love a throat. Yeah. But she never says he has a sexy thro- throat. What she does is she describes him swallowing things all the time throughout this book. <laughs> or water dripping down. Yes. Oh, golly. Constantly. Yes. This is mm-hmm. the, se- the show don't tell that he has a yes. sexy throat. Mm. Like he's always swallowing like the rest of his coffee in one swallow. Oh. He's always like gulping things thirstily. Oh, yeah. That's so good. Oh, is he, Aaron? Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, gosh. <laughs> uh, she also, we also talk a lot about body hair, which a chest hair mm-hmm. is the way to He's a hairy mind. man. Oh, he is. I'm gonna, yeah. I'm gonna pass on that I love one. a man pelt. I don't like Melody. it. Mm, I don't like For it. For those of you that have ever read it, the sure. Spotless series by Camilla Monk, which you guys are never going to do on this show because it is not an HEA but I ha- book. But I have read it. My friend Karen Kylie is obsessed with that series, and she got it for me for Christmas. Oh, but nice. we'll never do it on the show. He has a thick man pelt in mm-hmm. that series mm. it is oh, love it oh okay. man yeah. um but yeah we talk about how hairy he is we talk about what kind of hair it is it's springy <laughs> she wanted to brush her nose and lips across it yeah she wants to get so in there. her hands through it yeah 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 put yes, it in between yeah, her hands exactly. listen okay so then he turns around everybody and he's like omg you're here <laughs> and she's yeah. like i wanted to check and see how you were and then it's basically on TM. What? Uh, no. no. I'm kidding. It's not on TM. <laughs> Get out of 
here. Um, no, this is when he gives her the book back, I know. you guys. Yeah. It's a little bit on. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's slightly on. So he's like, but I have yet. to apologize to you mm-hmm. because I just realized that your husband is the kid that I bullied when I was at boarding school. And I've always yeah. felt terrible about it. And he left school before I could, like, make it right. And so I have something for you. Here is the book I took from him. And well, she was like, Yeah. He says he took the book and then he was going to do something really mean with it, like destroy Mock him it. outwardly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, he was going to like read passages out loud in front of yeah. other people. Well, the, the things that she'd written, right? So she wrote this beautiful like, oh, I love you and we're children and here's your book. And, and left and then kisses she left on kisses, different pages. Kisses on her favorite pages and she'd put little X's in the margin where she'd kiss the pages. That's very cute. And then he was really going to torment him with it because like, ha ha ha, he had a little girlfriend. But then he read the book and he liked it so much and he was so excited. He said, I um, didn't know reading could be like that. Uh-huh. It was and transcendent. Was like, All I really wanted to do was talk to him about this book, but I couldn't because I was bold. <laughs> Because I was such a dickhead. Yes. Yeah. Well, he yeah. does say that after he took the book, he basically stopped bullying him because yeah. he was like, oh, this kid's cool. We have something in common. Yeah. There's this. Yes. And then and then Henry left school. Yeah. Because he was miserable because he was being bullied all the time. Like, what? A catch-22. And I love this because she says, my whole life I've been like, that book was so important to me and it was so important to Henry. Never did I think once that it would also be important to West Ravenel. And, like, it was life-changing for him. Yes, he said that he read that book. And from then on, he wanted to be a hero, like the hero in the book, like the adventurer in the book. And he wanted to be somebody who slayed crocodiles and protected other people. And she said that she always wanted someone to slay crocodiles for For her. her. And then Mm. he says that after a while, he just started pretending that those kisses were for him. Mm. They've had a long distance, unrequited romance since they were children. (laughs) He says it was the, one of the best things about my childhood. It, and naturally, it was something that I'd stolen. Oh. Um, which it's just like. Because he's in, so hard on himself. Yeah. He's like, I'm the fucking worst. Like, of course, the best thing about the thing I did yes. was like, it started with theft. Uh, and so she says, no, you have to keep we're it. Like, Henry and I mm-hmm. would want you to keep it. So they're pushing it back and forth. Push, 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 push. And then finally, she does like fall into his chest and then they are kissing for like the whole chapter thirteen. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's well the because there's two kiss. Yeah, two kisses? no, there's two. So uh, there's both both perspectives. Like oh right yeah, yeah yeah. So there's like that kiss, and then when they get done, one of them's like yes. that was a mistake, and it was like no good, and don't worry about it. Oh, and she I, said it was she, nice. She's like that was that was nice, but I've forgotten it about it. And nice. he's like that was yeah. nice. Like now I need another Excuse shot. It was me. Yeah. <laughs> Never ever tell so, a person that their kiss was nice. Like now, yeah, I have to he was fix like, prepare it. yourself yeah. to be he a said, oh He God, says, prepare he, yourself. Prepare yourself. Mm-hmm. I nearly lost my GD mind at that point. <laughs> I highlighted it and I exclamation pointed it, and I was just like, oh my God. If anybody looked at me in a sexy way and they said, prepare yourself. <laughs> Mm-hmm. But, like, what if it was Scar saying, be prepared? Be prepared. Um, I think I'm on record as saying yes. <laughs> yes. All right. Yeah. I'm just checking. I just All the gayest Disney villains are on my top yes. three <laughs> that I would. Yes. So it's it's just, it's the longest kiss. Oh, it's so hot. Is 
masterful yeah. through the whole thing. And then she basically like flees. Uh, Phoebe oh, like no, flees. She, and, oh, oh, she, she says to oh, him, yeah, okay, yes. after this, yes. she says, she raises up on her toes. She nuzzles him a little bit. And then in his ear, she whispers, there's nothing wicked about you except your kisses. I have that memorized. It's seared into my brain. I did not have to look at a note. Yeah. It is such a good line. It just like, he, oh, it just grabs you. And it grabbed him. He kissed like a man who had lived too fast, learned too late, and had finally found the thing he wanted. <gasps> oh, I cannot. How fucking dare you, Lisa Clay? I cannot. She's such a hot fucking genius. I know. I know. Truly. Yeah. Uh, so then we get a tub scene. <laughs> St. Vincent's in a tub. <laughs> yes. You know what? As much as I do love Sebastian's St. Vincent, the Duke of Kingston. What are you about to say? What are you about to say to me? You didn't need it? I don't need a grandpa scene. I do. I know that him and Evie are fucking. I don't need, you know? No. I think that this scene served a purpose of Evie being like, you're fucking meddling. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know but what we I mean? know he is. Yes, we yeah. know that's why they sat next to each other. I think it was like the connection, right? It was like to bring all the wallflowers back into Oh, yeah. It, I know, know why. I, mean? yeah. I just didn't yeah. need it. Like, I know I they're did. still friends. I know these yeah. two are oh still fucking. I know he's got hot Ooh. gray hair now. You didn't like the countdown her. until he ruins her dress? No, it was hot. Dress I just didn't. <laughs> I know. I got it. I know. But I just didn't need it in this book. Like, I need. I could have had it as a special treat honestly, in her newsletter or honestly, something you know Aaron, like i just didn't need it here. on this the all hallowed day of saint vincent's day <laughs> you say this to me now this yeah. on this holy day Fuck <laughs> it. some people just like to watch the world burn wow Aaron. when sebastian's wow. leg is propped up on the far end of his tub i cannot he's I got a glass I, I of brandy it. and then the it water just the momentum of the yes. book to a halt and, and i feel like she does this every time. And there's just Evie. like, as soon as they start smooching, there's like a random chapter because with like Aaron, other characters always. She's edging us. She's edging us hard. And she's edging us with I more sex. I got enough edging in this book that I didn't need <laughs> there it. There's so in the much edging in this book. <laughs> mm-hmm. Wait, everything. Wait, but then, and, 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 and also, Evie's like, <laughs> Evie's like trying to, <laughs> to race getting her buttons off. Yes. And then finally she's just like, oh, fuck it, ruin it. <laughs> just rip mm-hmm. it off. Yes. I know you're going yeah, to exactly. anyway. And then he mm-hmm. very sweetly is like, no, I know you like this dress. I'm going to, I'm so good with buttons, Evie. I proved <laughs> that to you over the last 25 years. And then they fuck. Listen, yeah, they it do. was fine. In the tub. Okay. So now, <laughs> no, no. after all that, it was fine. We never see uh, it. We don't see it. You bitches. Yeah. It's a, it's a fade to black. It's a sexy edge. That's the other yeah. thing. It's like, like a foreplay. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. So then we go on a forest walk. Hmm? Oh, shit. Yeah, walk. Evie's on a walk mm-hmm. with the boys and Nanny. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that so cat. We, and that cat again <laughs> in the pram, being pushed in the stroller, oh which I loved. And Nanny Bracegirdle, who is side-eyeing uh, Phoebe so hard when she's wanting to push this cat in the stroller um, is great. Also, Nanny Bracegirdle <laughs> is one of the best names i've ever heard in my life in a book nanny brace girdle like she's so tightly wound she has to have two different mechanisms to hold it all in i don't in. think she really was like she was you know what i mean like for the most part she was pretty cool no you she know? reins in those kids though she reins it in so naturally because she's got braces yeah. and girdles all up in her 
just in her just in her words her very yep, voice exactly okay sorry Although I do uh, kind of relate to when she's like, it used to be that children were neither seen nor heard, no, and now it's the like they have to be. Oh, sorry. That's the mother-in-law. Yeah. She sorry. fucking sucks. She I thought it was the mother-in-law. She sucks. <laughs> Who is she okay, walking listen. with? Brace girl. Nanny, I don't know. Brace girl. The nanny, nanny who's always it was. Henry's oh, the nanny. nanny. Yes. Yes. Nanny brace girdle. I'm gonna be real. I don't know the scene that's about to happen. I can't wait. You know what? I only had a one thing highlighted from okay. this whole okay. scene, and it was at the beginning. But basically, they go on a forest walk. They stop by a creek, and it just so happens that Wes Ravenel had been washing sheep in this exact <sighs> creek. And here he comes, wandering down the creek towards him in his work clothes. Uh, he does a he does a wet Colin Firth in Pride and Prejudice just out of that pond. Walk up to her, and he's but he like probably smells i don't yeah, like care. wet sheep yeah yeah don't care mm-hmm. would would hop on it um <laughs> no worries yeah and he's like wet and there's like rivulets everywhere and she's like oh hey we're walking here and he's like let me take both of your boys and like teach them how to stack rocks and uh-huh. it's hot oh is this never mind i don't know. no tell me everything <laughs> you're thinking no tell me is is this where he asks if he can hang out with them Oh, yes. Kind of, yeah. And yeah. just like, he's like legit asking me if he can hang out with us, which is really like kind of sweet. And then he does take up a, uh, I had imagined this at a beach instead of a forest. He does <laughs> pick up a, a, like a, like a, what's this when it's like a piece of a tree that fell off? A limb? A branch? A branch, a stick, a stick. And he does <laughs> say, we're going to go slay crocodiles. Oh, oh my God. And Stephen Armstrong. Mm-hmm. You're going to go. Yep. Mm-hmm. Just like that adventure. And she wanted somebody to slay crocodiles oh for her. Oh, my God. And then she has a whole conversation with Nanny Bracegirdle about how they need like a respectable uh, I do not dad. even remember this character. And then she's like, there's nothing that's going to rein that that man of a man in that manly mm-hmm. masculine man flesh and she's like yeah, yeah there's wild wild and furry that one and it's Honestly, hot <laughs> didn't even know another person was there that's why i filled her in with the mother-in-law i i i didn't even know there was a nanny in fact weren't there like several passages about how she didn't have a nanny I no thought? they don't have a governess <laughs> what's different. the fucking difference <laughs> I don't actually know that answer I because I think a governess is like a teacher. Uh, yeah, right? a governess it's, is a teacher. Yeah. A nanny is the one who like does the day to day bullshit, and then like nursemaids are a whole different thing. Because you know what? It actually boobs, does take right? a village, everybody. And modern women are told that one woman can do it. Fuck everyone. Yeah, I, feel like, I feel like that's that's I don't know. That's a lot. <laughs> okay, so yeah. now. Um, Hey Natalie. Yeah, we're just stacking. We're stacking what rocks in the river. Um, we talk about <laughs> that baby tries about... to eat a pebble. I remember that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, yep, exactly. Uh, and she, she says he also likes chewing on discarded cigar butts. Phoebe said oh. we all have our bad habits. <laughs> oh, he's so funny. Um, yeah, he is so funny. And that, yeah. Oh, the, the, what you guys were talking about, what Mel, you were talking about, is where Nanny Brace Girl says there's a lot of man in that one. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. and then she and then Phoebe says, "There's too much man." False, Phoebe. One. Silliness, <laughs> silliness coming out of your mouth. No, but it is mm-hmm. it is this pivotal moment though with her because she always imagined like them with Henry like walking in a flower field and like you yeah. know doing very sort of like slow tepid things because that mm-hmm. was what Henry could do and that's perfectly fine. But then and what she, she imagines up, with him is like raw dogging, you know. <laughs> 
which is well, different. And it's just it's no, a different future. Opposite. I'm sorry, Melody. You were actually <laughs> making a point, but I couldn't not say it. It's so but funny. Wes is like loud and dirty no, yeah, and, and so messy, she, she and walks he doesn't up to care. Him, yeah. And he, they're in the creek now. Both boys are covered in mud. Stephen, like the not even two year old, is like very diligently. He's so focused on like stacking these rocks together. And she's like, I hadn't even thought that they needed to be able to like play in the mud and the grass and the dirt and like be kids and it's so natural to him to just do this with them and so she's like i've i've wanted them to have a father but now i'm sort of questioning like like what the best sort of fatherly influence might be and it's starting to change for her and i i don't know that was just a moment that hit me mm-hmm. anyway mm-hmm. Yeah, it, and <laughs> cannot pretty, pretty relate. Like, Aaron cannot if you, relate. If you'd like I don't know. Do... It just it just kind of blows my mind that she was like the perfect father before was this like <laughs> kind of like weird guy who like just nommed on some like wet bread and like laid in a bed and like never really like talked to her kids. Well, I think I think she had never picked because she'd been with Henry since she was a kid, so she, I mean, she knew what her her dad was like as a as a father. But like she had always thought of Henry, and then. You yeah, know, never really pictured anything else, right? And then didn't really picture anything else for her kids until she saw Wes Ravenel in his sheep clothes, actual sheep clothing, oh, actual sheep on the clothing. No, I don't think it's a commentary on Henry and his like mm-hmm. abilities as a parent, as like you know a person who's experiencing chronic pain and illness and all. I those know. Things. I'm sorry. I was trying to make a joke that was probably not well thought out. I no, just, no, no. I, but the the. <laughs> No, but but I'm saying I just like, hate Henry so much. <laughs> and that's fine. I appreciate that. I actually sort of agree. No, but I think uh, I lost it. It's fine. I don't know. I don't think it's um, a commentary on Henry and the differences and like what is an isn't a man. Or, and I'm not saying you're saying right. That, yeah. But I just want that. No, she just hadn't pictured anything else. Until right. Like this well, moment. Oh, that was my that. Sorry. Sorry, Natalie. I've remembered what it was. That's okay. Because the other thing was like she pictured fatherhood with Henry while he was wasting away. Sure. But like mm-hmm. not in the final descent. And so mm-hmm. not only is all of this not only is what she pictured in fatherhood like gone, but now I feel like she's realizing that so much of what she thought fatherhood would or could be for her boys was was so like mired in that early grief, mm-hmm. you know, and now now that sort of that fog is lifting She's seeing other possibilities, not just romantically, but also for the boys, for like the for family, family, for all mm-hmm. of that. For herself, too. Yeah. And this is, I think, when Annie Lennox's song, Sisters Are Doing It For Themselves, yeah. starts playing slowly in the background. And it will build into a crescendo <laughs> throughout the remainder of this That's book. right. <laughs> it's true. Um, How are we an hour and, and that, 20 minutes in and we haven't gotten to her far? I'm telling you, we're on chapter 17. We're like 50% of the way through this book. So then we're in West Point, West's point of view, and he's like obsessed with Phoebe. He's just like hot and sweaty over her. And there, and he's decided he's agreed to meet with her to go over counting books. Mm. And he's like, why did I agree to meet with her by oh, herself? Oh, by I know why you did. I know. <laughs> so they... Yeah. Get into these accounting books. Yeah. And it's like, oh, this is what a deficit is. And like, this is what this is. And then it's like, I'm going to finger bang you hardcore. I don't really understand. I don't know how they got there. It was hot, though. 
But they did. Well, I think what she was saying was something like she no longer experienced that kind of like wants or urges. Natalie's crushing her head with her palms because she knows the answer. Okay, but we skipped this really important part. It's not really important except for this one line where because Devin came before Phoebe gets there. Devin's his brother, and he came to drop off some papers. Oh yeah, he like. And he, like, meddles just a teensy tiny bit and asks about Phoebe and, and whatever. And West finally, like, comes clean. He says, I think I'm in love with you. Either that or I have a stomach disease with a side effect of uncontrollable sweating. Oh. But there's no doubt about one thing. I have no business marrying and reproducing. Somehow you've managed to rise above our upbringing. You're a good husband and by some miracle a good father. And I won't tempt fate by trying to follow suit. Oh. And so, like, he's going into this meeting with her knowing, like, yeah, it can be sex but it cannot be anything else. It's, oh. so like he like he knows that. And even his brother like tries to talk him out of it. And is like, you were a rake. It has nothing to do with who you are now. You know, you have made so many improvements. You were like leaps and bounds above that person. And he's basically like, it doesn't matter. Well, also I, at I, the wedding, with me. the guy that was getting married to the wedding lady, Gabriel, <laughs> remember that? Gabriel. Yeah. Gabriel's marrying Pandora. And Actual he's like, St. Vincent in this book. Yeah. And he says to West, he's like, oh, my God, I don't deserve her. And it's kind of the worst. And, like, I don't like having something I don't deserve. And West's like, um, that's the best thing ever when you have stuff you <laughs> yeah. don't deserve. Like, that's yeah. great. And then he's starting to be like, oh, no, I get why that's, like, <laughs> the worst, actually. Yeah. 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 And then Phoebe comes in and she talks about how she's so worried about being society again because every fortune hunter is looking for her. And this is the only other important part, I think, is that uh, West says, um, if it makes you feel better, I promise never to propose to you. So we have to talk about that. Okay, we have to say that. Yeah. But here's how here's how they get there is she says something. She trips over accidentally kind of telling him that. Henry wanted her yes. to marry his cousin Edward, who is the guy that does the books that doesn't want her to learn anything. Mm-hmm. And this makes him so mad. And he's like, You aren't a painting that you can like be willed to another person. Yeah. Like, this is a horrible, toxic thing that Henry did to you. And he's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's what gets him all angry. But then she says, There's more to marriage. Like, I don't need to like feel sexy things for Edward mm-hmm. or whoever I marry. Like, that's that's fine. That's like not a whole thing of a marriage. And also those feelings died with Henry. And then mm-hmm. he's like right behind her and she turns around and he's like, Oh, those feelings died. Okay, I'll show you where those feelings are. And so he kisses her. He does a big finger bang on her on the ground. He does say to her, We see her ankles. Oh my God. He smooches on her ankles and her feet. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he removes one slipper at a time. I can't. Mm. I cannot. He also like has his his fingers all up on her and he says, like, oh, you think my fingers feel good on you. I bet, like, how do you think my tongue would feel? And she's like, and she's oh, like oh, my God. I couldn't possibly. Oh, um, my God. No, no thank <laughs> you. And he's like, no, let me kiss you there. And she's like, mm-hmm. I don't think so. And then she doesn't. But she does get to come on that finger. Mm-hmm. So yeah. oh, she, does, she gets a yeah. traditional Highlander finger banging. That's right. <laughs> Two fingers. Eversby Evers prayer. That's right. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> oh, and then right afterwards, boy, does he throw a bucket of cold water on her. Because he sees that she's like... He can't stop. He can't stop doing this. Yeah, yeah. not at all. He sees that she's like, you know, got big, big post-cum love goggles on. And he's like, mm-hmm. oh, no, she can't feel that way about me. And yeah. so he basically makes her think that 
he was just proving something to her, like proving mm-hmm. his that prowess. She still has those, yeah, yeah, proving that she's wrong about her own body, that kind of thing. And she's like, oh, my God, that meant everything to me. And it meant nothing to him. Mm-hmm. And so she storms out and he's like, it's it's for the best. This is the best mm-hmm. way it should be. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. In the next chapter, you know, we're in his his brain. He was like, it was the right decision to make her hate him. Yep. You know, and it was a total purposeful move. But like in that chapter, at the end of that chapter, you don't know that it was on no. purpose. Mm-hmm. And you're like, oh, you're like, Wes, how could you? Guy, what? Why are you so yeah. dumb? It turns out he's too yeah. smart. So Yeah, he's just too smart. Then, um, like, basically, she has to leave soon, okay? And he decides he can't, he just can't. He cannot have her hating him. He thought he could, he can't. So he goes to her door and he's like hey, I'm actually a cool guy and I think that you're the best. You're like basically an angel saint with like the best yeah. boobs and like look at your hair <laughs> and like really like touching up on your He cunt. does it a lot better than yeah, Melody's doing it so. right now. Yeah. I am basically I'm, a poet. I'm just saying true things. Okay. Would you like to hear about it? Yeah, I would like to hear about it now. Natalie, yeah. <laughs> you're too perfect to be entirely human. You belong to some higher order, not quite an angel, but close. No woman in my life before or after you will ever thrill me as you do. Mm. I don't know what to call this, but I do know you should be worshipped by a man who's <sighs> earned the right, and that man is not me. Oh. He paused. I'll take the cat now. I'll take the cat now. Because they got um, his But yeah, pretty much what Mel me. said, which was great tits, <laughs> love like fucking your, your cunt. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that you got a slick cunt on you. Good one. Oh, God, gross, <laughs> Those Mel. Feet. Those feet were divine. No, um, but, and, and part of it is because she's like, I can like marry whoever I want. And mm-hmm. he's like, but you should have someone who deserves you, basically. And mm-hmm. then they get to this point. So he does take that cat, and he's supposed to go back to the barn. They've been trying to get rid of the cat for a while, and that mm-hmm. cat does love Phoebe to death. What did I miss? What did I miss, Natalie? No, I'm just thinking about what's happening. It's okay. Keep oh, yeah. Life. So she's just swooning. The, he takes the cat out to the barn, and he's like, he's like, I know. she She's too good for both of us. And, like, you have to live in the barn now. And so mm-hmm. she puts the cat down. And then he goes and talks he to goes somebody. Back, he, he, well, he, no, on the way to drop off the cat, he sees his brother. And his brother is like, you're not seeing everybody to the train station. I thought you would go with them. And like, say, Vincent a, really likes you. I'm sorry. Yeah, Kingston have, really likes you. Yeah. They have an argument about it. And Devin says, uh, you can't outrun your problems. And Wes goes, actually, I can. Look, I'm doing Look, great. Here I go. <laughs> I'm so good at it. <laughs> yeah. Um, but then, and then so he drops off the cat at the barn and then he goes back to Phoebe's room <gasps> and he sits in her bed and he goes to like smell her pillow. Like, oh my God. Like a, like a romantic. A little creepy. Pillow. I loved yeah. it. I loved it. And then, and then what so, crawls out from under the covers? Yeah. But that cat. He does think to himself, he's like, I made her hate me and then I proclaim my love and what I should do is probably make her hate me again. So very deliberately, he sends her that cat. (laughs) (laughs) But he sent her that cat with a note. Oh, I love it when boys make animals talk. We know this. (laughs) I I love it when a boy thinks about a backstory for uh, an animal. Let's think about this journey. Wes rides horseback 
to Hot. a train station. I'm assuming it's far away. Holding a cat in a basket. Holding a cat in a basket. And he basically, like, makes this deal with this cat. He's like, I understand that you might want to go with this lady, but, like, we got to ride this horse. Is this cool or not? Yeah. You either get in the basket or you don't. And the cat's like, so anything then, for Phoebe. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. So the then we're in Phoebe's mind, and the, like, station master has, like, someone dropped off this basket, and, like, it's, like, yowling inside the basket. <gasps> oh. And this note is in there, and it says, my lady, when in difficulty, remember the words were mutual friend Stephen Armstrong you can always swim out of quicksand as long as quicksand as long as you don't panic or send me and I'll come throw you a rope this is from that's from Wes this is Wes's note sorry because the rest is from the cat cat. yeah hold on there's a note from the cat and I can't find it it says like to whom it may concern it's a job uh, application yes oh no that was inside the book I'm Mm -hmm. so sorry oh yeah Wes had given her a book (laughs) That was... It's about like, farms. Farm, farms. Good farming. Yeah. Yes. Back yes. Guano. And then, okay. Uh, unemployed feline seeking household position to whom may concern I hereby offer my services as an experienced mouser and personal companion. No. References from a re- reputable family to be provided upon request. <laughs> Willing to accept room and board in lieu of pay. Indira Lodgings preferred your servant, Galashes the Cat. And the reason that he's called, uh, she's called Galoshes is because that's her swear word in front of her kids. And so every time yeah. the cat would do something mean or claw like claw her. her, she would go Galoshes. And then that <laughs> became the cat's name. At least and she best. looks out the window and West is standing on the platform. He's leaning against a pole and then he <gasps> tips hat his tip. fucking hat. They make eye contact and he just gives her a tip. I got, I got big timothy oliphant vibes right stop then. it shut <laughs> your whore mouth right now stop it no stop it what? i did i got no. big timothy oliphant vibes with the me. leaning and the hat tipping uh, and like stop it i know it's too hot erin it's too hot i mean <laughs> timothy oliphant God. is a fan of a low slung Ooh. i don't think i know I don't it, think it, it just underwear. it just colored the yeah, whole no book for me <laughs> God, um, me. <laughs> so we're three months later. We're in Essex, wherever the fuck that yeah, is. Yeah, she's like and redecorated the whole house. Her mother-in-law hates her even to, more. Yeah. Edward will not bring her the books back because he took the books to his office. Oh, these are the household accounts. These are so the Phoebe farm has accounts, been trying yeah. to get the household accounts back so she can start reviewing them. And Edward Larson, who's the fuck boy who He's is like fucking fucking in charge of the state, is like her future husband, according to Henry and him. He will not bring the the household accounts back, and he keeps making excuses. And he's and like, then keeps being saying like, like your mm-hmm. pretty woman brain couldn't handle mm-hmm. it anyway, so I don't want to overwhelm mm-hmm. you. And you're like doing so much redecorating this house, and like yeah. let me kiss the back of your hands, and bleh. go fuck Can yourself. We talk about how he how he can't grow a beard. Yes. <laughs> Although I will not, I will not take that as a sign of unmanliness or a bad thing. Um, I am married to a man who cannot grow hair other than on the top of his head. And well, uh, it, it was, I think, just meant as a contrast to West because yeah. West's like superpower is growing hair. Yeah. So. Yes. So basically, he's he's taken all these books and he won't give them back, and so he goes to Italy or something. He's got to bring the mother-in-law to Italy because sure. the mother-in-law's a terrible, terrible human being. Terrible. Just is like I can't be around all these kids that make noise, even though I made you move here with these kids that oh, make noise. God, I mean, and, but like, think about it though. I mean, like, I get it? <laughs> yeah. Children used to be neither seen nor heard, and now they have to be seen and heard everywhere all the time. I was like, yes, yeah. yes. Why do they have to be seen and heard 
everywhere all the time. Yes, there's a time for children and then there's a time for quiet, you know? And they never know when the times are supposed to be. That is accurate, Aaron. They sure don't. They never know. All right. Anyways. So so this is where we find out what Edward Larson thinks about poor people. Yes. He doesn't like them. No. Doesn't think that they're worthwhile. Mm -mm. Doesn't think that any opinions need to be talked to to them. Doesn't need to think about it at all. Thinks modernization is the worst. Because then the poor people would have more time. And what would they do Mm -hmm. with that time? What would they do with that time? Uprising. Giving the servants a day off. Danielle. Uh, why? Yeah, and then they talk he talks about how hard the estate accounting system is for female brains. She couldn't possibly she wouldn't and then well, Phoebe like spins it ass. Okay, like Loki justice for Edward though. I because like I would look at it and it would be Greek to me. Because the thing is she does go as soon as he leaves for Italy, she does go and get those books and then she opens them up in the carriage right back and she's like, Fuck if my female brain can't understand well, no, this. Yeah, I better send that, for West. No, yeah. part of that is A inexperience and B they do it in but a way like, where she doesn't know what things mean. Like she doesn't know yeah, it where. Was different. It like, was different. Like, than she learned. Yeah. But, okay, yeah, for sure. but like, but like, was Edward right? No, because if he had <laughs> sat down with her and been like, "This is what this did, means," did she need a man to explain those books? Listen, to her? yes, hard yes, hard, hard yes, yes. Hard absolutely. Yes. But did she ask that man to explain it to her? first sex sexily she did she did both of those <laughs> things are true but i just okay. i just thought it was so funny it was such a point in the book that like edward was like you'd never understand the books and she's like oh i don't know you know with, without a man you'd never understand the books and she's like i can't understand the books without a man it's true it's like no one's gonna acknowledge that that dude was right it's literally like the same day they leave she goes to get the books and she has to go visit uh, edward's dad and like come up with a story oh, who's the worst she needs these books which also, this was my favorite word in this whole Ooh. book, but Edward's dad is a uh, member of the squirearchy. Squirearchy! <laughs> the hierarchy of squires, which I fucking loved and want to use forever, forever and ever. The squirearchy. Um, I want to be a yeah. member of the squirearchy now. How does one become a squire? <laughs> I think you need a quill. I don't quill. even know what it is. Ooh, I like that. So listen, all right. So the same day, she she does pull that move Aaron did say, and she was like, I need a penis in here to point the yeah. way on these books. She sends a telegram. Mm-hmm. And so she sends him a telegram. He gets she there says the next West. morning. Please come to Essex, which is a county in the east of England. <laughs> um, it borders Suffolk <laughs> and Cambridgeshire to the north. And, and I know this, um, the North Sea <laughs> Is to the east. Wow. And so, um, and a lot of fancy people are from Essex and they have like a, like a specific accent. So if anyone wants to tell us about Essex, well, don't. Because we know. Aaron knows everything. So, but, but the, the telegram is all about how she's in quicksand and she needs a rope. And then he gets there the next morning. Next morning. Oh my God. Yeah, she's like surprised. Yep. Oh uh-huh. my god, he's beardy. He's beardy because, because he had to like bail a lot of hay, hay making yeah. or something. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Hot. Mm-hmm. And so, so then they do like a tour of the house, and she shows him the guest house. Like, th- so he goes to bed. Well, well, oh, no, he he's like, hey, just so you know, because they do smooch right in the kitchen, right? Like, they do so, smooch right. Oh yeah, immediately yeah. when he gets there, and the kid sees. And the kid's like, wow, mom. And yes. she's like, no, it's just Wes Ravenel. You love this guy. Yes. And he's like, oh, exactly, I do. But he didn't recognize him because of the, the beard. beard. And he brought him a bunch of presents for the kids. Oh. And then, like, they give the kids the presents. And then West is like, just so you know, I can't be here for fucking. I'm not. 
here for fucking. I'm here for ledgers. And yeah, I'm and not I'm... going to be doing any of the fucking. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm and she's like, mark my words, you will. Mm-hmm. She's like, I'm going to have to be the pursuer, she says. I think he says that and then she smooches him, right? Yeah. Because uh-huh. he she's like, like resists like her to... smooch for a mm-hmm. while. Yeah. Uh-huh. It's hot. <laughs> It's uh-huh. hot because then he just oh also he does it's one of those adorable... no means yes scenarios where if you just keep <laughs> kissing them harder they Aaron? will they will change their mind no no it's because she is... knew that even though he was saying no absolutely Aaron. not that what he did mean but what he was that she knew that his body was gonna say no but yes. first he does a big adorable self deprecate because he's like he's like no, I he's haven't fucked anybody him. in so many like it would be over in two seconds like you do not mm-hmm. want this anymore I'm basically only good for breakfast. Like, like the rake mm-hmm, is gone yeah. and I'm just a, a lame man now. Mm-hmm. And then you guys pretty much kiss. have it except for this one line yeah. that I really liked. And it was basically like she was talking about his beard because we're still back there. Oh, yeah. And then she says it makes you look a little bit villainous. <gasps> and then he says, yes. if the if the hero hasn't turned up, you may have to settle for the villain. And then she says, if the villain's the one that turns up, and maybe he's he the, is hero. the hero. Hot. Loved that okay, line. But yeah, so then so then they're like, Willie we won't we they have fun with the kids and then they do fuck. So listen, okay, so she... the next morning her ladies maid comes in and she's like, Hello, Mr. Uh Ravenel would like some shavers. And this guy mm-hmm. said that he's gonna take him the shavers, and she's like, I am clad only in a chemise and a robe right now, and I think that I should take her my dead husband's shavers. They're from <laughs> Sweden. Who wouldn't want them? This'll be hot. Yeah, yeah. And so the, the <laughs> He's made is like, okay, go out these back steps and I'll make sure the kids like stay in the nursery. And she's that like, Ernestine. Lady's made. Oh, she's the knows best. how to fuck. Yeah. Yeah, she does. Ernestine. Ernestine is she's, the tits. Everyone needs an Ernestine Ugh. on their sides. But mm-hmm. basically she like starts heading there and she's and she says to herself, if you won't promise me forever, Wes Raven, I'll I'll take what I can have of you. Ugh. And so she knows this is again Annie Lennox. Sisters mm-hmm. are doing it for themselves. Right. Crescendo building louder. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, she. This is like you can really see Phoebe like starting to like gain her confidence and mm-hmm. like figure out that she's fucking in charge. Truly, mm-hmm. no one's gonna in do this. And bed. If, yes, exactly. If if no one's gonna do it for her, she's gonna do it herself. So she brings him the razor and he's like, oh, no, I couldn't possibly use Henry's razor. And then she's like, oh, it's cool. Like, I know it's a good razor because I did use to shave him. And then she's like, how about I shave you? And he's like, nah, I don't really let people shave me because of how um, everybody beat me up all the time as a kid. Mm-hmm. And she's like, yeah, but let's do it, though. I dare you. <laughs> and then he's like, OK, cool. And then she does take her boobs out. Yeah. To like mm-hmm. distract him. She takes off her dress and she's only in her underwears. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then she they do do like a sexy shave. Mm. Um, the, again, and this is like I've talked about this several times. Yeah. Um, that Doogie Hauser episode <laughs> where Doogie gives Wanda an appendectomy. <laughs> do you know what I'm talking about? This is not a reference that I understand. I've referenced it several times on podcast. Maybe it's only been with Cole, though, because Cole and I talk about this a lot, actually. You do. You end up in Doogie Howser Town. Surprisingly Just this one scene where Doogie gives gives Wanda an appendectomy. And then uh, is it Venny is the friend? He's like, Mm. Doog. Did you get to shave her? And and both what? Cole and I, as youths, watched that scene and were like, both we're of us, independent, on that? opposite ends of our town, have never met before. We both watched this and we were like, is shaving sexy? pubes hot and sexy? Is that it's something? It's so many books. 
It is in so, so many, books. many books. It's in the second Fifty Shades book, right? I like third one. <laughs> um, yeah, but I just and when he's like, "Did you get to shave her?" It's like, what? It blew my tiny mind. It also blew Cole's tiny mind, and then. And then in you met book. later on. Yeah. But mm-hmm. but I, I think a face shave is more sexy, maybe, than a pube. Yeah, because a medically in, necessary pube shave. They're all know. up in this, <laughs> this grill, and his grill yeah. is all up in your tits. So then... Oh, wow. I looked down for a second, and then I looked up, and Aaron was Aaron gone. Aaron was gone. Um, <laughs> she's back. <laughs> okay, so then, um, like Aaron, to Natalie, tell us about the sex. Oh, this sex? Yeah. They banged. Yeah, they bang. It's hot. It's on TM. He goes down on her with oh, his yes, mouth. Finally, In fact, she specifically requests it. Yes, she's like, "What do you want me to do?" do and she's like, "Remember that time that you did say that thing that you would do yes. it with your mouth? Please that." And then mm-hmm. also, I do want you to do it with um your penis as well. And so <laughs> yes. then they do do that, but like mm-hmm. his penis is so big and her <gasps> vagina is so small and tight Ooh, that it yes. can't fit, even though like they've been doing a lot of you know prep work, finger stuff, yeah. So then he does sit in a chair and like have her lube him up with some almond oil, which is nuts again, because she was married to that invalid for so long. Like, so he was on top. Henry's getting it done missionary style. That blew my mind. Yeah, that's baffling to me. I really thought this was going to go the other way where she's like, man, I haven't been with a guy who could thrust before. Like, I really thought that that's how that was going to go. Anyway, so she does, you know, ride him on that chair. I want to know. Yeah. Um, Yeah. So she rides him on that chair, but she's like trying to go ham about this. And he's like, honey, you can't. I am too big. Because this is a grippy boy. Uh-huh. And so she, he's like, you are going to hurt yourself so that he has to, like, be in charge. What? That, that sucks. I'm sorry. What? Like, don't don't explain to me how hard I can, I can do sex go. on you on this chair. You know what? That what? He was like, oh, we need you to be able to walk tomorrow. Here's the, no, here's the deal. Here's the deal, low-key West Ravenall. We all know what the deal was. And it was that you were going to splooge <laughs> too early. Right. That was the deal. <laughs> That's what it was. I'm you sorry. Were, you were fucking your dream girl and you didn't mm-hmm. want to fuck it up. And so, but then mm-hmm. you gaslit her. Yes. About Hot her take. body. West Ravenall, gaslighter. Sexual wow. gaslighter. Sexy <laughs> Honestly, gaslighter. Honestly, that has to be what it was. I think that he was worried. I think that he was worried, like, that she that just hasn't she, had sex in years. But she and wouldn't stop she, if it hurt. That's the dumbest she, thing she I've ever heard. She said it did hurt. In her brain, she said it did hurt. Mm-hmm. And that she didn't want to stop. Well, she, but also, that's also it, fine. Yes. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. if it doesn't hurt to the point that you want to stop, then fuck off and don't tell me what to do. Yeah. <laughs> I can anyway, so then he does. To uh, agree to disagree. So then let, he, he does. does, about he does yeah, she gets railed West. the other way. Uh, yes, and then, they do missionary. He, he does finish outside of her because babies. And then he says... Will it be time for breakfast soon? Oh, he's so hungry for breakfast. <laughs> Love Hot. It. And she says, you poor man, every day is an unending struggle to satisfy one or another of your appetites, isn't it? <laughs> oh my God. Oh my God. I will satisfy all, all any of them. But also, yeah. like, that's, that's, yes. Yes, yeah. that's mm-hmm. true. Same. Like, that's, yes. yes, same. <laughs> same. <laughs> also, my life. Very relatable yeah. content here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, so then they're going over ledgers. They're doing that stuff. They're having sex after hours. They mm-hmm. wait till everyone goes to bed. She sneaks to the guest house. Mm-hmm. Except for that darkness. one time in the winter garden. 
Ooh. when he's he's gone out. But so we're, I don't think we're there quite oh, yet. Okay. But because they're figuring out from these ledgers, there's like a discrepancy. Mm-hmm. He like looks at them. He's like, okay, this is a different system than what we talked about. Blah, 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 blah. And they figured out that. But there is this one discrepancy. There's a loan that's been taken out against Justin's inheritance. <gasps> and... Oh. oh, are we past where you yeah. stopped reading? No, okay. I was like, so, wow. So this man <laughs> has taken out a loan against Justin's inheritance for that no one ever told land, her about. For land improvements. And, and this was is not used 15, for that. £15,000. <gasps> and so we don't know that's what like it was used a million for twelve pounds. That's like That's like a billion pounds. That's yeah. like a so, dumb. And it was when Henry was still alive. So Henry sure. knew about it. <gasps> What? And neither of them told her. Yes. <gasps> so this is all. Yes. So this would have been when yeah. Henry was still alive. It, it was, you know, um, Edward Larson is the executor of the will. Uh, Kingston, St. Vincent, Duke of Kingston yeah. is the second in line. But no one was communicated about any of this stuff. So West calls his friend Ethan Ransom, who's a character from another yeah, book. Yeah. It's a great book. Yeah, yeah. You should read yeah. it. He calls him and is like, he's going to get it done faster. He'll be able to figure it out. So they have him look into it. Meanwhile, blowjob in the garden. Ooh. Yes. So then West is going around to all the tenants. Okay. And he's talking to them. He's finding out what's going on. He's getting like the literal lay of the land, like kind of where everything's at. Edward Larson has not been visiting any tenants, no surprise. And he has a police officer come collect the money so that every time these people have to pay, it's terrifying. It's for them. terrifying. Oh, he's such yeah. a turd. He is. He's a fucking. Well, he doesn't want there to be an uprising. I know. Yeah. With their free time. That's mm-hmm. what they do with their free time. They have it, I mean, so, it yes. kind of is. So yeah. there's this winter garden where the cats live, and that has nothing to do with this. But uh, It's her favorite place in the house. But there are kittens. It's a, yeah. It's her favorite place in the whole house, and he comes back in from visiting tenants, and he has sweat. <gasps> or no, is it sweat or is it water? He drinks. I either I way, it's fine with me. Um, and so then she's like, gosh, I wish we didn't have to wait until nighttime to have sex. And he's, he's like, like, we don't. I can fuck you against this wall. And she's like, oh, yes. sure. Um, yeah. So then then they do against the wall. And then she's like, he's like, do you have like a handkerchief or something that I can There's splooge There's nowhere in? for my jizz. Yeah. Yeah. And, and she's like, just come inside me. I want you to. And or is that this? Time? No, that's, that's, that's the next time. time. And so, she's like, I don't know. I don't have any handkerchiefs this one time ever in my life. Put it in my mouth. And, and she was like, but I do know something. I do know how I to do. put put it in my, in my mouth. And so she does. And then he's just like blown away by the situation. <laughs> literally. <laughs> And then uh, that's the time in the... So you're telling me that that involved soup? What? No, you said soup in the winter the garden at the beginning of this episode. <laughs> no, you said... No, we said soup at the Summer banquet. vegetables. <sighs> okay, Summer then I do vegetables. remember the soup and I do remember the winter garden blowjob scene. Oh my gosh, I'm I thought you, glad there wasn't I, soup. That would have ruined that I swear that to God, I swear, at the beginning of this <laughs> episode, I swore you thermos? said that there was soup involved in the winter garden. And I'm like, how? <laughs> how? Yep. Yep, yep, yep. All right. So I think then... Ethan comes. Ethan Ransom comes. Yes. And she, she like, is doing... She thinks stuff. it's him. He, like, she he does violence West. on her. It's fine. What? Um, I don't... He just... He, he's got PTSD. He's a secret agent. It's, yeah. He's a secret agent, so if you sneak up on him, he, he might choke he, you. He might choke you Oh, so he, it's fine. It's he fine. does do a fine. choke on her. So, mm-hmm. but he looks remarkably like West Ravenel, which... Because they're half-brothers. I don't... 
<laughs> oh, well. <laughs> anyway, that's a, what, is that's that chasing other, chasing Cassandra for this book? No, it's it's um it's the stranger. Oh, nope, that's is it stranger? Stranger Bus- hello, stranger? Straight? No, stranger beside me. <laughs> Never mind. I doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. The Cassandra one. The chasing Cassandra is the next book. This is oh. from the previous book. Oh. And it doesn't matter. So what does Ethan Ransom say? So he oh, says, gosh. yeah, this it gets, it gets so much worse. No, it can't get worse. Mm-hmm. Here's the deal. Edward. Just, just rip off the band. I'm just telling you. Yes. Edward knocked up a lady when she was 17. <gasps> she did have a baby. Okay. Um, he did want her to get rid of it, oh. but instead she wanted to have it. So he okay. can't marry her because she's a lowborn lady what? who wouldn't understand how to fit in with society. He's really saving her from society no by not marrying way. her and not making her an honest woman because she wouldn't know <gasps> how to make intelligent conversation <gasps> no. or act properly. So, so what we he don't did find do out any of that part. Yeah, we but, will. Mm-hmm. We, we yes. will. Yeah. So Holy what he did shit. do was mm-hmm. take out this loan to get her an eight bedroom house. It's like an inn so that she can have a living. Mm-hmm. So okay. she has to work at this inn. I guess now. there's that. But poor. Why and did he has Justin her set up in a nearby town? So she was basically she what Ethan has found out is she was sent away to like her relatives yeah. and then came back with a son and was set up in this inn that's nearby. So this so he's still going over there. I'm mm-hmm. guessing. Mm-hmm. Oh my god! Yeah, and so then he has like an annuity set up for the kid, and he's got this in, and he's got like all this stuff. But so, but as how they were introducing it is like one little clue at a mm-hmm. time, and Ethan and West have figured it out, and Phoebe doesn't, and it's know all leverage so against like, Justin's inheritance, mm-hmm. correct? And when she eventually confronts him, she says this is like he says when she eventually does confront him, like, I was going to pay it all back. Don't worry. And she's like, or you were going to marry me and it was going to become your Your money. money. So you'd never have to pay it back. Yep, correct. So so this all comes out and West, as he hears this information and Phoebe says that she can see something change in him went after this. And he kind of has after he hears this information, he has made a decision. Mm -hmm. Is it to marry her? Is it to be with her forever? Is it to kill Edward? What is it? <laughs> no. No. Try watching no. a reality show with this woman, Natalie. It's so, the it's, worst. Terrible. It's, it's a terrible it's, experience. It's not that thing at all. It's that he sees how somebody's past is affecting Phoebe already, and he doesn't mm-hmm. want his past oh, come to come on. That. And so he yes. makes the decision to leave. <gasps> and and so then he like shuts it down. Mm-hmm. So he says that night they're getting like the kids put to bed and he's like, let's not let's sleep separately tonight. Mm-hmm. And he says that to her. And so she's laying in bed, like wondering what happened because she's like confused for her. Nothing's changed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And and so she's like, fuck it. I'm going to go over there. He can tell me to leave, but I'm, then I'm going to know I'm going to at least make sure he's OK. I don't get what happened. Something happened and I don't understand what it is. is. He gone so in the she dead goes of the night? over there. So she sneaks over there and she (laughs) goes inside and she is accosted by a naked man as soon as she enters the room. What? There is no words. What? They have hot Bill Compton in the mud sex. (gasps) Yes. Just no words. Just just getting it done. Against the wall or against the door. But they don't even make it past the door. So they like spend the night together that night. They don't talk. Nothing happens that night. And then the next morning, he's like, I'm going to be leaving. 
I can't do this anymore. Yeah. And in the process of this conversation, she says like, but what, like, we'll just, your past doesn't matter. We'll just like love you. And we'll just like, yeah. we'll just love you forever. And it yeah, doesn't yeah. matter. And he said, how could I ever trust anyone to love me forever? It's awful. Yes. What? Oh, yes. West. Yes, you dumb exactly. dummy. Mm-hmm. And he says he has to leave tomorrow for his own sanity. And she can't stay with you any longer. So then a week later, he's gone. He goes, we find out later where he goes. Um, Edward Larson comes home a week later and he waltzes in like, I've been hearing stories about you, Phoebe. You've been hanging out with that drunkard Wes Ravenel. He's how like, you've ruined your reputation. How bad does this look for you? You need to marry you need me. need to marry me. To salvage this. And she's like, actually, I don't think that's what's going to happen. And um, and basically, like Edward tells her the whole story that what we already talked about tells her the whole story and is basically like putting all the blame on her because Ruth is the one who insisted on keeping this child. Ruth is the girl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Sorry, Ruth is the girl. She could have given him someone else to raise and gone, been on with her life. It's really her fault. Totally, all the choices has been her. Have been her. She chose to sleep with a man without um, and let him come in her when she was seventeen. Phoebe um, says, "Oh, he's terrible." Then the blame is all hers, and none of it is yours. And she, she, and he says, "The risk of an affair is always greater for the woman." She understood that. <gasps> at yeah, mm-hmm. what exactly? An he's absolute... just, a, just a fucking idiot. And we also find out in this conversation that Henry knew about all this. Yes, and and forgave him, mm-hmm. and then still said, and still and wanted s- her to marry him. So, like, I'm sorry that I made fun of Henry for, like, having a (laughs) chronic condition and, you know, said he wasn't going to be a good dad. But really, it's that, like, listen, he's a scumbag by proxy. Right. Well, and I think she has been realizing, like, Henry had set himself apart from society. He did not live in the real world. If anything was uncomfortable or difficult, he did not engage with it. Yeah. He just He just sort of disappeared. Correct. Mm-hmm. And so it was just the way that he had to live his life. Mm-hmm. So she has been realizing this and maybe that he wasn't this perfect person that she's been seeing, but she still loves him for who he of course. was. Mm-hmm. But Edward Larson is the fucking worst. Yeah. And so she basically is like, even before I found out about this, I was still not wanting to do this. And then he was like, something has happened to you. You're not yourself. Mm-hmm. And she was like, do you think so? Then you've never known me at all. I'm wholly myself and I will never marry a man who would want me to be any less than Yes. Please leave. You're no longer the executor. You're no longer anything. Turn in your badge and your gun and walk out. <laughs> Turn in your badge and your gun. Yeah, so she basically is like, I'm going to be pursuing legal action. Yes. If you don't hand it over nicely, my father will help me, you know, secure Fuck a, yeah. whatever it's called, England Times lawyer. Mm-hmm. Um, a solicitor? And, uh, barrister. Yes. Mm-hmm. A barrister? Yes. A solicitor. Solicitor. Who knows? Yeah, solicitor, I think is what it was. So then now we're here, we're here with Wes and he's not doing the great. The fuck is Wes doing? He's not doing good. He's just like fucking around. He's, he's really he's drunk again. He's bender. drunk. He's doing yeah. an England Times bender. No. Yeah. And yeah. he's hanging out with his friend Severus Snape. Slytherin. Um, <laughs> Slytherin. So here's the thing. Slytherin Tom Severin Spurin. Tom, is so good in his book, but he is set up as such a douchebag in mm-hmm. this book. He's great. Like, he's very, I love, no, how I love him in this book. Yeah. But I can't, but I can't not, it's just a combination of Tom Riddle and Severus Snape. Like I mean, there's, it's just those two names together and I can't unsee it. And that's what I'll always I call I think him. that might be Lisa Kleypas' superpower though, is like taking what? a completely loud, unforgivable I mean, he's been man. A villain. He's been a villain since the first mm-hmm. Ravenel's book. Mm-hmm. So, uh, 
and and basically we don't care about him he's not like he's he's like a foil in this book west wants to go hang out with somebody who doesn't give a fuck about him isn't gonna try Mm -hmm. to give him advice he just wants somebody to get fucked up with and that's this guy so he Mm -hmm. chooses to go to severin just finally got membership at (laughs) at white lord Lord sebastian saint vincent (gasps) of kingston no at jenner's jenner's there you go he's been waiting for his membership Finally, tonight's the night. He goes he got to Evie's dad's house, and so right? and so. The, uh, but West is already in the carriage by the time mm-hmm. he he's like, "Where are we even fucking going?" Severin's like, he's well, already drunk. To- he pregame. Yeah, he's like, he's like, "Where are we even going?" Severin's like, "Okay, well, we're headed to my apartments because you are disgusting, mm-hmm. and you need to be looking better if you're going to hang out with me." Fair. And West was like, "Well, then I'm going to throw myself from this carriage. I don't give a shit." And then mm-hmm. they find out that they're going to Jenner's. And he's like, now I'm going to throw myself into the street for an entirely different reason. I can't go there. Are you kidding me? Like, so, but Severin's like, no, we're fucking going. And you, if you're going to go and go like that, so be it. But you're, we're going. I can't wait. Does Sebastian give him a big talking to? Okay. Mm -hmm. We got to wrap this up though. Okay. So like, (laughs) so like he goes to the place and they're drinking their brewskis. And then like a guy comes in and is like pointing a gun at Shaky, shaky, sweaty, wormy loser dude he's, and, and he's he goes like, over to tom severin yeah he's like who the fuck is this guy i've never seen him before in my life and he's like you're gonna die and severin's just like i don't know which one of us you're even like he, he's <laughs> like you're a villain like you've ruined my life or whatever and and severus snape is just like i don't it could, could be you me. please just like clarify which one, of us are you here to shoot? Which yeah, one exactly. you're shooting and he's like west raven all and <laughs> West like okay then do it like yeah. you're doing a lot of talking like just fucking yeah. shoot me then and he realizes it's Edward so he's like okay do it shoot me and he's like drinking his brewski and then Sebastian St. Vincent's of, of Kingston uh-huh. Duke of Kingston, Kingston yes. comes down and he's like Edward like we just had like a really long heart to heart where I gave you a lot of advice about what to do and the, what came out of it was you came down here and pulled a gun on West Raven yes. like that was not the advice I gave you yes exactly um, yep. so then they do arrest Edward. Edward. He has to go to jail. For mm-hmm. for money fraudness or for I think gun there's a lot town. of different things. I think, so I think basically point. I think Sebastian was going to forgive Steve him. Of Kingston. It's like just go sit in jail. Yeah, just go go to jail and we'll talk about you later, yeah. basically. So I he's waving it out. I think he would have forgiven him if not for the whole gun in the face of Wes sure. Raven, who like Sebastian St. Vincent really likes. Really likes. Uh, and yes. so then he's like, hey, West, would you mind like coming upstairs so we can have a heart to heart because I am the dad of the woman you love? And he's like, fuck no. And then he like mm-hmm. makes him. There was a pickled carrots joke I really liked. Um, and then. <laughs> pickled enough. Yeah. He's like, what, what's waiting for you at a, your apartment? And he's like, more booze, some pickled carrots. Like, I got a really <laughs> in, important yeah. life going on. And, so yeah. he talks to him for a little bit but then he's like you're too drunk to talk to so sleep over and we'll talk in the morning he does wake up at 3 p.m and then they do have like a heart to heart about like what people deserve and their pasts and like how you might have a villainous past for like repeated kidnappings but like people will eventually stop talking about like the multiple repeated kidnappings (laughs) eventually yeah they will like because if you do recall that that was how yeah And so he's like, so probably you should like marry my daughter. And then Evie comes in and she does have like the kids because <gasps> I guess Sebastian St. Vincent yes, sent for meddling. her. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. Um, he sent for her overnight. 
Yes. Yeah, I think I think saying Edward tried to kill West, like yeah, yeah, get your yeah. ass down here. I don't think yeah. she knew he was there. I think that it was a surprise for both of them. Like she definitely came down there in haste, though. So yeah, I don't yeah, know totally. if it was like mm-hmm. he made something up or what. I kind of thought maybe he was like, hey, just just for your situational awareness, mm-hmm. like Edward pulled a gun on the love of your life. Like you might want to yeah. get down here. I don't yeah. know. Mm-hmm. But so she's there and he's like. Phoebe, I told you once, I promised you that I would never propose to you. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I'm going to need you to propose to, to propose me. To me. <gasps> I'm begging you, Phoebe, ask me because I love you and your children more than my heart can bear. <gasps> ask me as a mercy because <gasps> I can't live without you. Oh, oh yes. my so, like, God. On this, the hallowed St. Vincent's Day, <sighs> Sebastian St. Vincent, Duke of Kingston, has made these two be together in the same room <gasps> mm-hmm. so that they can see that they are perfect for each other. Uh, as he stupid. knew in his wisdom. Yes. In his all-knowing wisdom. And so Phoebe says, yes. Yeah. She says, like, oh, God, yes. And she, she says, Wes Ravenel, will you marry me? And he says, oh, God, yes. And then he goes, are you sure? Somewhere out there, the perfect man you deserve is probably searching for you. And she says, let's hurry then. We can marry, be married before he gets oh! And that's the last line. And there's no epilogue. Hot. No, there's not. Fuck it. Well, because, I mean, like, in romance terms, you know, they got those two kids. You mm-hmm. know, they got that marriage. I mean, According I to guess. romance terms, that's, I guess, what they were needing, there you I go. suppose. But <laughs> He's going to fix that farm. <laughs> but what else could you do? But there's also more of them in the next Hot. Hot. All right, lady loves. We got to do this quick. Lady loves. <laughs> All right, who's got a lady love? I made tortas today. Okay. Tortas? Tortas. Like Ooh. the sandwiches, mm-hmm. I made so every once in a while I have to make a big project where I want to make all the pieces from start to finish. Like, so I made the bread and I made the meat and I pickled the onions and I put them all together and then I shoved the whole thing in my face mm. in three seconds because it was the best thing that I've had in so long. And I made the whole thing myself. Nice. And it made me feel really good inside. Wow. All right, Aaron, <laughs> what's your lady love? I don't have one, and I'm not going to. Good, good. <laughs> That's your lady love. Yeah. <laughs> don't do your homework. Fuck it. Don't do your homework. <laughs> don't do it. Um, <clears throat> this is a blanket I made. FYI. Oh, look at that. Yeah, I did start that. to finish. I did that. Start to finish. Start to fucking finish. Mm-hmm. I. It does need to be about half more done. Uh, so my lady love <laughs> is finish your projects. <laughs> don't do your homework. Or not. Finish your projects. Or don't. Make or don't. You still use it. it. Or it's still keeping look how warm. cozy it kept me. Half done. Mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly. Those are my lady so happy, loves. Happy St. Vincent's happy Day. Happy St. Vincent's, Vincent's Day. Hey, everybody, mm-hmm. keep your like keep your feet toasty and keep, ensconce yeah. yourself in Be the St. Uh, Vincent you want to see in the world yes, for yourself. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yes. Don't um, seek out a St. Vincent. Be your own St. Vincent. That's right. Heck fucking yeah. Mm-hmm. Make yourself Sisters a hot toddy. Sisters are doing yeah. it for themselves. Yes, mm-hmm. absolutely. <sighs> and we can uh, say this in the intro as well, but we I don't know if we're doing that merch stuff, if we want to talk about the special merch. Items. Oh, there might be special merch items. Check Maybe. it out. <laughs> it's possible. Maybe. Who knows? If, yeah. Anyway, we'll have that in the intro. Um, all right. All right. Bye. Bye. Wait. 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 Love yourself as much as St. Vincent would love you, as much as you love the Squirearchy, which um, is a collection of landowners, especially when considered as a political or social class. You're so hot right now. 
I am in those. Actually, I don't. Actually, wait, wait, wait. That doesn't sound like something we would love. Um, so don't That's love true. the squirearchy. Yeah, don't love yourself. I just love the word as much as yeah. It's a good okay. word. Love, yeah. love yourself, yourself as much as you would love as Saint Vincent would love you. But no, and also, um, love yourself as much as you would love Saint Vincent getting you a West Ravenel. Mm. Yeah, yeah, finding you. Uh. But also, love yourself as much as Evie loves. Or nope. Mm-mm. Love Phoebe. yourself as much as Phoebe loves herself. Yeah, because she does. She does. She does love herself. Uh-huh. Absolutely. Yeah. She is the Saint Vincent that she wanted to see in the world. She, she is. is, even though that's her daddy. Oh, hot. Oh. 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 Hey, you. Yes, listener, you. Are you loving the show? If so, please leave a rating and review in your podcast app. The 90 seconds you take to say something nice not only helps new people find the show, but it makes me super smile over at HBHQ. Also, I've had a few people ask, and the answer is yes. We are still doing the five-star bribe. If you leave us a review with five stars, then we'll do whatever book you want. We're real, real deep into the list, though, so it might be a while. Ah, Lilas! Okay, back to the show.